0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast.
1: Hello, You Should Love Wrestlinos, and welcome to You Should Love Wrestling. Now, in this episode, we're trying a new segment where we talk about what you fans have been saying to us. And after this, our episode with Nadia Osman will pick
2: right up. Mm-hmm. But uh, first, I mean, some more important business to take care of. This is the morning of WrestleMania, the ultimate thrill ride. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the ultimate
2: thrill ride, Stephen. S- said yeah.
0: with such joy, the ultimate thrill
2: ride. Yeah, uh, really excited to watch 12 Hours Worth of Wrestling today. Yeah, um, yeah but uh, yeah, so um, Nick and I, we watched the Hall of Fame and NXT this weekend. The Hall of Fame was really interesting. It was great to see Jim Cornette up there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, My favorite. Yeah. Uh, Stephen. I'm sure that we'll show you this in the near future, but the Authors of Pain, the Revival, and... Um, DIY. DIY had an amazing triple threat uh, tag team match, the pay per view last night. It was very, very good. I love all of those.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you
2: can name all six of them, right? Yeah. You saw them wrestle actually when we saw NXT Live in Los Angeles a little you bit did. ago. You
0: did. Yeah. I kind of remember DIY, but like not enough to say anything about them. The only mm-hmm. thing I really remember from NXT was, uh, no way. Jose, no way.
1: That's not a bad uh, thing to And your popcorn. And yeah. popcorn. Oh. That I didn't spill. That the I DIY. Did they're
2: is because they're really crafty. They do a lot of crocheting and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they, yeah. They have an Etsy store. That's their, that's <laughs> their gimmick because check us out on Etsy. That, that's how they make enough
0: money to continue. Yeah, they yeah. make
1: nice little hats.
0: Yeah, DIY. Yeah. Great. So, so uh,
1: We are coming up on our one-year anniversary, guys.
0: Yeah, that's right it's actually April 5th this week
1: yeah same time frame that yeah. we do that we talked about NXT Dallas yeah yeah, yeah. incredible
2: well, yeah wow. and uh and with bonuses uh we're coming up on our 78th episode that's wow. 78 wrestling things that Stevens watched yeah I mean
1: <laughs> and then some to an episode or more
2: <laughs> oh yeah God yeah you've watched 50 hours of wrestling why don't you love it yet <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's safe to it's safe to say you've seen like a and. 30 things at least, right?
0: Yeah, at least yeah. It, it feels like truly too many. But, you know, hey, uh, we really did it. And I, I have to, real quick, thank you, Nick and Joey, for making this happen for so long. And thanks to everybody who listens for, also for guilting thinking. you into continuing. Yeah, yeah well, right.
1: and Stephen, thank you for being a, a fairly good sport. Yeah, uh, I don't
0: know how good of a sport I am.
2: <laughs> thanks for being an okay sport and then a bad sport and then, like, becoming kind of a good sport
0: again. Yeah, because you realized the show was doing well, so. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm in it for all that sweet, sweet podcast money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um we've been getting a lot of fans saying they want t-shirts
2: or pins you know other merchandise yeah um so if you have any good ideas on any types of merch you want you the listeners definitely let us know we want to make some stuff yeah we're thinking about it
0: yeah like we've been we've been playing around with designs and stuff but it's hard to know like what people want and you know so if you guys are into shirts or pins or you know beer cozies <laughs> let's
1: oh you know,
0: beer cozies are makeable i think we should do it
1: yeah 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 i say i say koozie it's koozie um, right You also don't
0: know what pinching is
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you're new to gravy
0: Yeah, that's fair, we're all weirdos Oh god, what are we doing? Amen, Um, amen uh, yeah. Last last week too, we had a yep. Tom Sibley episode come out, and that fans seemed to like that. Yes. Yeah. We had uh, Don Donahue the third on Twitter say that uh, that was like his favorite episode, along
1: with Eric Barnes. Yeah. Uh, Eric, a lot of a lot of people liked Eric Barnes because he brought such a challenge to you, Stephen. Oh yeah, he hated me. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. That's why we love Eric
0: Barnes. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Uh, Which is interesting, too, because Tom Sibley didn't hate me. No, not at all. Yeah. So people like it when I'm hated or not hated.
1: Well, don't forget Tom of We Watch Wrestling comes comes at wrestling from sort of a similar angle as you, but with much less of a shitty attitude. (laughs) That's right. I'm
0: filled with malice and (laughs) he... much he just just seems
2: like a nice guy yeah
0: that's That's (laughs) That's a way to put it yeah that somebody posted in their facebook group the we watch wrestling facebook group about our episode uh and yes like got into a a long discussion of like our show and if i'm a monster for being on it and i was like asking the fans i'm like
1: do you guys want me to
0: not be on the show and it felt pretty evenly split
1: correct yeah yeah a few people matt mccarthy weighed in a couple others uh fans yeah me and joey (laughs) were there yeah,
0: Man, I miss the Matt McCarthy thing. That's
2: oh, yeah. Well, that was he was actually he was a tough get. He was somebody that um, when I pitched the show to him and asked him to be on it, he was like, oh, I don't want to go on a show where somebody just shits on wrestling because that's like, you yeah. know, he loves wrestling. And, um, yeah. you know, like I explained to him, as I explained to a lot of a lot of people that I reach out to be on the show, like you have logic to why you don't like it. Like you don't just blindly hate it right. most of the time.
1: Well, also, we're not luring people in a back alley where it's like three people who all hate wrestling. We're all like, yeah, come on, talk about this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. we have an encyclopedic knowledge of this thing we hate. Yeah, we brought our baseball bats with nails in them. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Just a gangbang of sadness. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, great. Uh, but yeah, uh, like Sam Ash McHale, <laughs> she mentioned that, um, you know, she, she, wasn't, she wasn't a fan of the idea of somebody who was so adamant about liking it. But I think yeah. we turned her yeah she, you know yeah. we yeah, yeah
0: good to hear she's listening right now going ah oh, god damn it.
2: <laughs> yeah uh jermaine royster he um he actually reached out and asked us for some podcasting advice and he um he has a very good um very good yeah. series of articles about wrestling that yeah. um you know we definitely checked out and uh, it's um,
0: wrestle i'll tell them real quick it's wrestleblogger.wordpress.com yeah um, and there's sure. some
2: really good well, stuff in like, there yeah. yeah and there's some really good <laughs> stuff in there and like jermaine i don't know start a podcast it's yeah best
0: of luck do it yeah, yeah you should you should for sure. Uh, it's all. It's the most rewarding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we also had. Oh yeah, we talked a little bit about protected finishes in the Tom Sibley episode, and uh, a fan on the. That's Twitter, right. Derek Wilson uh, said that he found some other. What was his other protected finish you mentioned? Uh,
2: I guess he, he mentioned,
0: uh, so, so, he, he mentioned, I think the oh, Razor's Corbin, Edge. Corbin. He remembered. Ah, oh, Corbin's, Corbin's End of Days. End of Days. And <laughs> yes. I came back. Also, you guys should be impressed with my wrestling knowledge or my ability to Google. I was like, also razor, Razor's Edge. Nobody's ever kicked out of it.
2: Oh, yeah. Like Baron Corbin's End of Days, I believe that's a protected finisher. The Razor's mm-hmm. Edge, it's miraculous that that's such a protected finish because Scott Hall's been a wrestler <laughs> for so long. And especially right. like the era that we live in now, uh, big matches tend to end out with kick-out finishes. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, people will kick out of big finishers, usually at, like, you know, WrestleMania main events and stuff like that, just because it ratchets up the drama. And, like, Razor Ramon was so adamant about protecting his razor's edge that um, (coughs) he refused to do the move if it wasn't going to end the match. Mm -hmm. So like if so, like it wasn't even it wasn't even do the razor's edge and then somebody breaks up the pin. It was just he would not do the move if he wasn't going to win the match.
1: Well, the indies have created that over time, too, where it's like people will have to do their and it's in WWE and it's in like mainstream wrestling now, too, where it's like finishers used to be finishers. But now it's like people have to hit their finisher like three or four times just to (laughs) really, really defeat like a very worthy adversary. Yeah. Yeah, and, there lo- and there's good and bad with that. There's good and bad with that. When finishers are protected to varying levels, like <laughs> I th- I'm
2: pr- I sh- I'm pretty sure that people have kicked out of the 3D, but like only one or two. And like, you know, the 20 years that Dudley's have been a team.
1: Right. Yeah. Very yeah. little. And yeah. the Kinshasa is still protected. Uh, he mentions uh, Cesaro. Uh, some people mentioned Cesaro's neutralizer. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the young bucks
1: super kicks. Nobody kicks out of those. Oh, never, never. <laughs> they only get kicked into their face. Yeah, they get, well, they they get defeated with super kicks. They just need twenty five super kicks to do the
2: job. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite wrestling tweets was the young bucks tweeted at Shawn Michaels, "Hey, how do you finish people with only one super kick? We have to do like
0: 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Inside baseball, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, in this week, we got a couple of good uh, iTunes reviews. We should uh, throw those out. We got one from Scoo222Blue, who said, uh, great podcast, except for Steven. Great wrestling insight (laughs) and even better bits. One word of advice, drop that Steven character. He's a real downer. Wow.
2: Uh, Yeah, so great. So somebody's egging us on on our bits. That's good. That's exactly what we need. I love that he thinks that Steven is a character. Yeah. He's Um, he's an amalgamation of like 10 people, I know.
0: Yeah. Such a character. Yeah. Also, this is all pre written and uh, it
1: takes
0: 10 hours every week. We we really refine this and hone this character. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh,
1: Guess guess what, Scoot? You work yourself into a shoot, brother. uh, And then,
2: uh,. Benny underscore Franklin Bine. Um, he, uh, actually gave us a review. Uh, his, uh, title is Pearlstein 316. <laughs> uh, this is a great podcast. Champions and their idiot friends welcome, uh, great guests to talk about professional wrestling. It is fun and funny and it is functional. Only one question remains. Is it any worse for the environment to throw away rechargeable batteries than, say, your standard double, uh. tr- double A's? Oh, I love this guy. Once this <laughs> answer is question, I'll feel great about giving this podcast five Steve Jobs turtlenecks out of five. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's
1: a great review. Yeah, Thank you. Review. And fuck rechargeable batteries. I can't quite tell what side he's on.
0: Yeah, actually, I'm not sure I understand either. That The the language is a little muddled at the end, but Benny Franklin Bine, if you want to get back to us and explain, we'd be happy for it. Either way, we appreciate the five-star review. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. I, I, he yeah. left it very existential, like, is it any worse?
2: So I, I, mean, I, I get it. I'm, I'm just going to like lay down the gauntlet right here. Uh, Benny underscore Frank, Franklin Bine, if you uh, tweet at me at JoeyTainment, mm-hmm. I will personally mail you... A pack of four non-rechargeable batteries just to, like, you know, maybe let you know uh, what the right side is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there you go.
1: That's easy enough. I, I just uh, bought—the uh, other day, Stephen, I do want to let you know I needed some batteries, a couple other things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a pack of Energizer Max, and I did. I was like, what? Look, just give me the hardcore throwaway yeah. batteries. So I got the, yeah. the Max. Boom. They're in that Roku remote right there right now. Oh, Great.
0: You did a good job. You did Thank a good you. job going against the environment there. Nick. Thank
1: you, Stephen. Yeah. Uh,
0: speaking of Nick doing a good job, uh I saw you in an AOK video this week as Vince McMahon.
1: That's right, our friends at AOK. Uh Eric Moneypenny wrote a fun video. Uh former guest of the show, Jesse Klein, was in it, our friend Ben Parks, and of Ryan course Nemeth. Leroy Patterson. Yeah, and Ryan it's Natives. starring Ryan Nemeth as a wrestler lawyer. It's a really good video. I saw it, and I'm not a huge wrestling fan, but I was like, this is funny. It's a fun yeah, it's just a good video. It's got a fun a lot of fun little uh uh, it's sort of like insider terms, and then it's just a funny video for anybody who doesn't get it. So I yeah. thank you, Stephen. I do recommend checking it out, yeah. and thank you for saying on Facebook that I screamed my impression, which is true. <laughs> uh,
0: that's how I know that's how you act, Nick.
1: I know first. that. I know yeah, you did. Know yeah,
0: yeah,
2: it's like you wouldn't out be louder.
0: How right. can I be louder? <laughs> well, uh, you know what? All the everybody who's listening, uh, I'm going to call them the you should love Wrestlinos. Uh, thank you so much for getting at us this week mm. and talking to us. We'll probably try this again. Uh, so, like, you know, yeah, keep on tweeting and talking to us.
1: Yeah, because we love interacting with you guys. We love hearing uh, good and bad from you. And it's nice to hear from you. And we want to make sure that we know that you know that we're listening and, and we love hearing from you guys. Well, and, and
2: we've had a lot of really good conversations with, we uh, you know, with listeners of the show on Twitter, on Facebook. You know over email So you know Like I feel like This is a good forum For us to you know Get that out there And talk about it mm-hmm. and, You know uh, The show that We love you As much as We love wrestling
1: <laughs> Yeah that's Keep right. tweeting at us Keep tweeting at us At YSLW podcast We love yeah. hearing
0: from you Give us that five star Rating and review On iTunes For sure
2: Shoot us emails At wrestling At gmail.com mm-hmm. We're on Facebook Facebook.com f- uh, Forward slash Youshouldloverwrestling And now Those are all the ways To contact I think that's everything yeah, yeah, yeah Smoke uh, signals smoke signals that's racist <laughs> is it yeah
1: no it's like uh, in the fucking the planes
2: yeah oh, yeah, oh wait fine.
1: skywriting yeah that's what i meant skywriting <laughs> that's what i meant to call it yeah yeah smoke
2: yeah.
1: Uh, uh, sorry <laughs> joey
2: I, I meant skywriting uh okay uh and now uh, anyway uh off of nick's slur oh please <laughs> yeah we're i meant skywriting uh, and now on to episode 63 with nadia osman thanks guys I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I
1: love wrestling.
3: I'm Nadia. I love wrestling.
1: I'm Steven. And I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE,
2: cause I love wrestling. A lot of love and relief, We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steve, but Steven ain't wrestling. Gotta make them a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Okay, so what I'm going to say is not going to be about the Amazon China. It's going to be about how, whenever you shop on Amazon, you should support our show by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling. Click the support our artists button and then shop on Amazon like you normally would. The Amazon. China. yeah, China. He meant meant like
0: Amazonian. Amazonian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get it now? It's
2: weird that they called her the Amazonian, but her name was China. China, Mm -hmm. the
0: ninth one of the world. Yeah. 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 Well, our guest today is an Amazonian in her own right. She is a (laughs) writer and performer at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. She's written for The Devastator, and her work has been featured on Entertainment Weekly, Vulture, and many more uh, things. She's a very funny comedian who we love watching NXT events with. Nadia Osman,
1: welcome to the show. Hey,
3: Hey. Thanks for having me. Well, what, what do you mean I'm Amazonian? Uh, I'm, you're, 12,
1: I'm... you're 12 feet tall. And you're oh, that man. thing. Yeah, 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 okay. That means you're even taller than Joey, the seven-footer.
2: I was actually just thinking, I haven't said that I'm seven feet tall in a while. Yeah, maybe I you're... Just, start... I feel like the audience just knows that I'm yeah. seven feet tall, so it just doesn't need to be said. They do. Yeah, you know, it's like people are over it. Yeah, and,
3: he, and he doesn't wear lifts like Tom Cruise. Like oh, that's God, a, no. That's, that's a real Cruise height. Tom Cruise
1: gets to seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of lifts. He wears three-foot lifts. Yeah. Tom Cruise wears three-foot lifts, and he's 4'7". <laughs> <Yeah>. It's
3: basically <laughs> very thick
1: stilts. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very thick, very tall. Yeah, I'm definitely. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm on the side of an airplane. I'm Tom Cruise. That sounds like... Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> they just pitched down all of his audio. Oh, my God.
1: Tom Cruise's kid in a bag.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just I'm thinking. In in the bag, was our, kid in the, the bag, character, like kid like, in the was bag. It like
2: like one one like inch tall Ted Cruz or something. A <laughs> uh, oh, pocket, pocket Ted, Ted, Cruz. Ted, Cruz. Pocket Ted yeah. Cruz.
1: Why am I persecuted? <laughs> these are all we're running to the gamut of our characters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these are Great guys. So I know that this is
0: like really incredibly interesting stuff, Nadia. But tell us, what got you into wrestling initially?
3: Yeah. Um. You know, I think it really started with uh, uh, I had a friend who was super into it as a kid. And um, even though like I knew guys in high school that watched it, but I always saw it as pretty stupid uh, because (laughs) I didn't quite understand it. And it wasn't until I started watching it as an adult, especially after comedy, that I realized, oh, my God, this is basically musical theater with athletics. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that it's just people doing characters and you know essentially right. loyal <laughs> boy, oh boy d um,
1: though we all I'm had disappointed. though we all had mutual friends i actually met you directly through hanging out watching wrestling yeah and yeah. so
3: then it just became this thing that we would do to sort of hang out and we had this thing happening in the background and it's like it could have been anything it could have mm-hmm. been so many things that happened to be wrestling that we were watching and it's so entertaining it is so much fun to watch. Like, I encourage people to watch it, even though, like, I know it's storied past. I right. know it's, let's be honest, the WWE isn't exactly like the most woke organization on <laughs> the planet. No, um, no. <laughs> it's only just now, like, recognizing women are... Th- are more than objects. They're people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and diversity is important. Like there's mm-hmm. there's plenty of that. And
0: the, the ownership of the company was hanging out with Donald Trump. They're in a photo with him. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the White House. I don't awesome. like that. Hey, he's uh, a Hall
1: of Famer, Stephen. That's great. What am I-, I,
3: I don't like how much WWE has honored and uh, <laughs> exalted uh, yeah. that guy yeah, for, for a for long sure. time. For sure.
2: For, to, to be fair, like since Donald Trump got into so politics, fair. WWE's like stayed the fuck out of it. They've like, really been just, quiet. Like, like on TV, they've they have never said like they've never said H- WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump it's something that they are very at least for the on-air product trying to kind of glance over a little
1: Yeah bit. they didn't mention anything they haven't mentioned anything about the election or the president mm-hmm. or Yeah when he was else.
2: elected they did not they did not say pre- you know like <laughs> WWE
0: Hall of Famer and president Donald yeah. Trump Right yeah. yeah, I think even in their heart of hearts, they know that this was a mistake. <laughs> like somebody sitting there going, "Like we can't well, celebrate this. Like but if we we're going to take him down with our association." with maybe him.
1: Maybe a lot of people within the company may think that. However, I don't think Vince McMahon thinks that because oh, yeah. Vince McMahon, Linda McMahon, his wife, is the what is it the like secretary of small, small business? business? Yeah, I
2: actually there's there's some controversy on that. As a choice, not to get into this too far into politics. Sure, yeah. But uh, to Linda McMahon's credit and to Vince McMahon's credit, the WWE was a very small business when they first started. When Vince bought, uh, I think it was, I think it was Worldwide Wrestling Federation from mm-hmm. his dad, mm-hmm. it was a small company. It was run out of like you know, like essentially like a closet in Madison Square Garden. Sure. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I think I feel like she is somebody that definitely. She she's definitely somebody that could speak on being a small business and then working to be a global superpower. Right.
1: With- oh, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about like yeah political leanings. I, if we're just looking at it strictly on paper, I, she's not unqualified. Yeah. She, Linda McMahon can't can't take a stunner worth of shit. Yeah. She's not unqualified to run a business. Well, if you can't take a stunner, you cannot be uh,
0: in the cabinet, as far as I'm concerned. Number one, <laughs> fair
1: point. Number two, I think you're starting to get, Stephen.
0: Yeah. I think you're starting uh, to get. I think it. I am. Uh, also, didn't they have like some pretty serious like anti-competitive business practices in their Oh, and they days? still do, Were they, <laughs> right? Like they're, they're pretty, pretty awful. So. Okay, great. Yeah.
3: Uh, so I mean. Yeah. <laughs> The point is, is, it's like Sorry. I understand that the, the organization, organization itself is not, like, there's a lot to not like. Sure, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. what I like is the people in it, not necessarily the company itself. Like, right. I like these individuals. I love when people have a real dumb bit, uh, yeah. much like we're, we're going to see in a little bit. Uh, it's and, much
1: like comedy and entertainment. It's like when you can when you can forgo and get rid of and block out all of the business side of the shit and just watch the performers, the writers, the entertainers, the people doing the work. It's entertainment entertaining as hell. Right. Those people still care.
3: Right. And this shit is hard. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's much, they make it look pretty easy, but I mean, they're getting beat up for our entertainment, mm-hmm. which is, it begs this whole other philosophical question, I'm sure, which is like, are we just turning into the Romans? <laughs> is and it like, worth it? Yeah. Is it just going to be people stabbing each other at some point because we right. have to heighten it it's, it's somewhere, but at the same time, I'm like, no.
1: Coming up next, Sami Zayn versus a lion. <laughs> but but that's
2: like
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah.
1: like
2: there was a like there was a a koto ibushi clip that came out that uh was posted on reddit recently um Mm. in the the budokan hall uh in japan koto ibushi was wrestling (laughs) kenny omega koto ibushi did a moonsault off of the second story balcony of the budokan onto kenny omega who was on the floor uh before he did that the budokan said because he was like clearly checking it out before the show and like thinking about it, the Budokan staff said, "If you jump off that balcony, we're going to ban you from the Budokan forever." He did, and now he's banned from the Budokan <laughs> forever. Um, but it's like, but he did it. All of the comments on the Reddit thread were just like, "Wow!" Like, I f- at this point, I feel like we're
1: we shouldn't be encouraging them. Sure, it's an incredible looking spot, but it's insane. But Kotoobushi is smooth the whole time steven mm-hmm. he's, he's very smooth. he's, he's so smooth, smooth everywhere
2: <laughs> god is he smooth but it, but it is just like how close are we getting to like yeah just like you know he's like oh is. like somebody's using a knife in a match or whatever oh
1: right 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 <laughs> well yeah. like
2: how close are we
0: getting to new jack
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he's got a gun i think that's i go think back
0: that's, to that kind of stuff. probably true uh i don't think that the stuff we're watching today really gets into that Really? No, uh, no, because I'm
3: not into that. Like I, yeah. as again, like I didn't grow up watching it. This is a very recent thing. So right. for me, the most fun stuff comes out of more of the indie circuit, including NXT yeah. and the Cruiserweights.
1: Yeah, yeah, because so, you, you've really gotten mostly your interest has been in a lot of NXT, which yes. is then, oh, yeah. know, as we said, kind of kind of bled over into now the new things are doing, like the Cruiserweight Classic, the UK tournament, stuff mm-hmm. like that.
3: Right. I'm l- much more into acrobatics and the gymnastics. Looking aspects of mm-hmm. wrestling than I am into watch this beefy guy in a diaper beat the shit out of another beefy
1: guy in a diaper. Braun yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <and> Brock <laughs> Lesnar's
1: 405 who- Live.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Big show, Mark Henry. (laughs) Yeah, which
1: brings us to today's matches. Uh, Today, Nadia wanted to give Steven a taste of some cruiserweight action, so she brought in this recent second-round match from the 2016 Cruiserweight Classic that pitted the extraordinary gentleman Jack Gallagher against the stamina monster Akira Tozawa. Though both men have quickly risen in the ranks of WWE's cruiserweight division to become bona fide superstars, this match uh, is the one that really first introduced these athletes to the majority of the American WWE audience, for the very first time. A match that's equal parts technical, brutal, and funny. It stands out as one of the most memorable and one of my favorites. And a star-making bout from that tournament. Nadia, why did you pick this match?
3: Uh, First off, it's definitely an underdoggy type match where you really don't see what's coming. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, Jack Keller is... So dumb. I love him so yeah, much. Great. And He's this is great. match
1: two for him in the Cruiserweight Classic, yes. and he got over it with that crowd who was relatively unbeknownst to him in like one fucking match.
3: We Joey and I found photos of early Jack Alexander yeah. where he was doing what was like it? Ska um,
1: something. Like, no, no, he
2: used to be. Um, he used to be an MMA fighter. He's actually undefeated in MMA. Yeah, yeah. Like this guy right here is undefeated in MMA.
3: And he looks so insane. He, <laughs> he, looks, he looks like, like, Wolverine. like if, yeah, if you we saw had, like, him in a bar, heads. you would stay away from him. You I, would you would be like that guy's gonna beat the shit out of me just for looking at him wrong. Right.
1: And I think before right, between MMA and his his extraordinary gentleman uh bit, he was briefly I, I I remember what it is now. It's like a punk rock character. He was briefly a punk rock character. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had like long, straggly hair and like he was British all punk? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, well, he
3: was going for like a sex pistols
1: sort I of situation? I think kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll look up a picture because it's... Uh, I'm very interested
0: in this. The The fact that Joey said that this guy w- looked like Wolverine is just hilarious to me because <laughs> I, I would describe him. He looks like uh, a corpse that was recently drained of its blood. Uh, like, sure. He... Uh, yeah, Wolverine, know. right? I can see that. Wolverine, the, the X-Man who doesn't have
2: blood.
1: That's different. <laughs> <human. laughs> yeah, right, yeah, Logan I mean, is cool. all about
3: him looking for uh-huh. new blood. Yeah. There he is. Whoa. Uh, He's like a train spotting
1: extra.
2: Look at him. Yeah. That's that's not line. that's not a good look. No, it's
3: not that's a good real. look you at really all. You really expect his interest music to be lust for life with that photo, <laughs> yeah. yeah? And with this new getup, which is playing into the sort of extraordinary British gentleman, right? It's very much more in the vein of, uh, you know, somebody who a Dickens child would beg for money from.
2: Oh yep. yeah,
1: yep. A dapper, technical, catch as catch can, purist wrestler who's not the biggest, but is very into his prowess of. Yeah, he a doesn't, technical He doesn't wrestling. weigh
3: much, right? No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So you know that that's just like pure muscle that he's working with. And uh-huh. I just love the fact that he's so good at the technical aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He pulls these insane moves and you're like, I d- what? And I hadn't seen those before. And that was just exciting. I'm and to watch. does
1: them with a comedic slant that doesn't feel too comical or funny it's like Like, it it still feels like it's having an impact on the match and on his uh competitors like mind frame right right i think Hmm. that's
2: something that's particularly great about jack gallagher is that oftentimes when there are comedy characters in the wwe they lose every single match and they just like do a dumb dance or whatever uh jack (laughs) gallagher is like the perfect blend of somebody who's like He's not necessarily a comedic character in that he goes for jokes. He's more a comedic character in that he just has a very clear character game. But within that, he's still, like, a very valid competitor. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because the, the, the comedy comes out of his his uh, ability to outsmart and constantly dumbfound his opponent. Yeah, it's, it's just
2: a very British... It's, like, it's the... the uh, I, we talked about this, I think, when we uh, uh, watched the World of Sport match between, like, mm-hmm. Johnny Saint and somebody... And, um, the one it's that like, I
1: don't think has come out yet. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll come out. It'll, come out. it'll um,
1: come out. Um, uh, I think that's for 4.
2: Yeah. Coming soon. <laughs> I mean, by the time this episode is released, I'm sure that that will be out. <laughs> it's guys, out. Guys, <laughs> the canon of when our episode's released is
0: insane. Still, uh, that uh, Rockamora shirt is available if you can figure it out. <laughs> but um, Nick, stop lighting off bombs Sorry, I spit all over your microphone
3: everything <laughs> is on fire
2: but <laughs> yes,
1: like, but but, ah, but, but flaming
2: like, room but jack gallagher's whole gimmick is technical proficiency uh-huh. so it's just like it's just little things where it's like he'll like take a guy's hand and then take a second and then just like slowly twist his hand <laughs> behind him to get out of a move or something it's all just like small moves done well yeah with like a mix of mma strikes and headbutts and like his corner drop mm-hmm. kick and stuff
3: right and when you compare that to kira who is just this like beast and who yeah, has been yeah. at this for a really long time it makes for a really really fun match yeah
1: and akira tozawa is a guy who's been around in like chikara dragon gate he's done pwg uh and yeah he's like a small dude too but like really stealthy and like fast and vicious and i i he's love an what amazing he... german soup oh yeah his oh, duplex is fucking fantastic. amazing
0: better than brock lesnar's they say in this <laughs> uh, according to i would agree with that daniel
1: bryan may say yeah yeah Better than Brock Lesnar's. Um, yeah, you know, so, so, Stephen, you've seen these guys recently, and, and this will be talked about or has been talked about depending on where it comes out. Oh, yeah. Uh, in our Raw episode, you've right. at least seen these guys live, and so you got a taste of them. You don't remember, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> what are you thinking about Jack Gallagher and Akira Tazawa? What are you thinking so far?
0: Um so I guess going into this, I remember Jack Gallagher, uh, extraordinary gentleman. Joey is insistent that I would like this guy. And yeah, I we was like, okay. yeah, maybe that's that'll be an interesting oh God, guy. Here comes. Like um, feels- I totally forgot about Akira Tozawa. <laughs> I'm still not quite remembering him. Well, uh, when we he saw was supposed him. to have a
2: match with Brian Kendrick, but then Kendrick like kicked him in the butt or something right before the match. We were
0: all very disappointed. Yeah, was I, there, I might I might have been gone. you, yeah, you might have you might have gotten okay. popcorn or beer or something. Yeah, like that. There. Um, okay. Well, yeah, then I Yeah, I super don't remember that at all. Uh, so he didn't leave much of an impression on me. Gotcha. Um, you know, uh, they, and then they kind of do this. Uh, uh, I, they do their intros to the match, their little video packages, and Jack Gallagher is explaining that he's uh, lighter than
1: everybody, even at the Cruiserweight Classic. I was like, oh, okay, cool, like maybe he's an underdog. Yeah, and uh, they're doing those videos because don't forget, at the time, these are essentially guys unknowns. for hire on the Cruiserweight Classic in the show. None of these guys were really signed to WWE yet. Mm-hmm. Both of them are now signed to WWE contracts, part of their Cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. This, is
2: the, this is the same tournament that the Please Sign Cedric chance. That's right. Happened. right. It's, okay. It's that. okay. These, these were essentially like, these were freelance employees, basically, who were like just working a couple matches, but based on the popularity of yeah. the tournament and these specific guys, a lot of them were signed for mm-hmm. the cruiserweight division.
0: Linda McMahon was filling out the 1099. She sure was. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now she's like, oh, okay, these are my regular W two. Yeah, employees. well, well yep. yeah, yeah, Here's your here's your HR department. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's your free WWE hoodie. Uh, yeah. This. Um. So I I was uh, I was interested to see what Jack was uh bringing. I thought he might be an interesting and fun character to get into it. Uh, he kind of starts like uh, you know I think we've said we've kind of gotten to this type of thing before. He goes. Like I'm the most
1: scientifically proficient proficient at wrestling. He and thinks I the like, way he wrestles happens to be the best way to wrestle. Yeah, yeah
2: like his gimmick is like wrestle like the Queen's watching, so mm-hmm. it's a lot of like fun flourishes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know what to think of that. Uh, but I, I love that. <laughs> I think it's it's just it's just, char- it's just character game. It's yeah, just like, not a it's just dandy, Stephen. Not dandy. Yeah, I guess, well, it's just, it's such a, it's it's actually like, I don't know, I kind of find it like a weird contradiction. Okay, so this is a move that I hate, 507, if you're watching this match, we have okay. the link up online, boardwalk.com forward slash, you love wrestling, he just like slips out of this back hold, uh, he like sticks one ar- he's this, I guess, uh, Akira is holding Jack from behind, uh, bear, like hugs bear hug or arms, yeah, and then mm-hmm. Jack just slides his arms yeah. into the bear hug, and then escapes
1: out of it, and I'm like. What? No, see, like, it's not (laughs) lost on me that that if you're really looking at it from... At, at a complete reality stance, it's absurd. Yeah. But the way that they do it in the context of a wrestling match, which is the point of a wrestling match, to make the holds look like they count, like they matter, like they hurt, like yeah. they're doing something, like they're affecting somebody. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, but his, his he's <sighs> second to none. Yeah, this was insane. Uh,
0: then it follows it up immediately by this hold with the foot thing, where mm-hmm. I can't figure out what's happening to Akira smarting. Tozawa. But, uh, okay, Okay, he outsmarted him by getting into the hold or whatever, getting uh, Tozawa into the hold what what is this hold? He's holding um, him with his ankle. Basically, he's this uh, is the stupidest he's thing his... I've ever seen. This, <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this is where we're immediately going. We're immediately starting to think like, oh, this isn't a fight. This isn't anything. But the this crowd's is... loving it. I don't understand <laughs> why. I'm so mad. Like, very quickly watching this, I'm like, this isn't a fight. This isn't a match. These aren't how people struggle for control. And if, I just don't know what I'm watching. I still I, don't know what I'm
1: watching. I guess what it is is Akira Tensawa comes in thinking he's gonna have what you're expecting, and Jack yeah, Gallagher like
2: strikes and just like a vicious man,
1: yeah. And Jack <sighs> Gallagher is outsmarting him simply by keeping him at like a SWAT o- distance away. It's
3: also just really funny to watch.
2: Yeah, like check this yeah, out. Check out, check this out. This escape by handstand. Just did a
3: backward handstand out of it.
0: This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I am every single thing that. I think you guys like about him is yep. what's frustratingly
1: annoyingly fake about wrestling no joke Jack Gallagher was my favorite thing to come out of the cruiserweight classic Same. I had known him by name and nothing more and I was blown away yeah. by him in this tournament I remember like, when, when we were watching this and I told Joey I was like I'm telling you that match him in this whole tournament but that match especially and this first one with Fabian Eichner I'm like this oh, no. is a star Let's this talk is a star making match
0: Jack Gallagher just tied Akira Zawa up and now he's about to kick him in the butt <laughs> and, by, and by tied up up he means he just kind of like folded his legs on top of his arms and then like very patiently did it but akira Tazawa just kind of goes with it did you and see then-
1: the and the anti-ann's precision that he did it with and then i guess
0: tozawa's on his arms and he can't move not really explained in any you know logical human way why he wouldn't just, be able his, to move uh, yeah stop right here he's yeah, yeah. paused Basically, his arm is let's, no. Let's Joey, do is not. Is no, let's no. Go back and watch it one more time. No, okay, look. I am not going to so let you, folds you guys his sit leg here over
1: his arm. He puts his arm on top of that leg. He puts his leg on top of that arm, and then he flips him over. It's basically. It, no, a- it, that doesn't do anything. It's I a
3: can, human pretzel situation. Maybe we should try it on Steve. Do yeah. it.
1: I will, dude. If
0: if you if you Joey Nick, if you guys can fold me up into that pretzel, okay. and then I can't move. I will give you a hundred dollars. I'll do it okay, right you now. You so, can't do it. It's okay, not humanly
1: possible. Joey, Yo, will you fold him up? I'll take a video. Uh, we'll do, do you, it right now. Do you own boots? Do I own boots? What? Yeah, yeah. Let's,
2: uh, let's pause yeah, this match. Sure. Pause this match. Okay, uh, boots. So put on boots. No, no. Like my reason for that is that um, the if he does it like just on his ankle, it's gonna be easier for him to pull out. But if he has boots, similar to. With boots are
0: smoother you could just slip right out what are you talking it about just, it creates you more think of a flat the surface of it or just the boots are what keeping them in okay Joey you're such a fucking mark this doesn't do anything <laughs> you know that stop acting like it's a real thing that's uh, not a thing
2: okay so we're gonna we're <laughs> we're gonna take a break and try to tie Steven into a pretzel right. you can watch this video on the you should love wrestling Twitter yeah, gonna and happen. Facebook pages so uh, we'll be back in a second I'm filming it
1: hi sex in the city fans Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app.
0: And we're back. We successfully tied Steven up. <laughs> uh, if you look at the video, you'll see that it took zero effort to get out of that. Yep. I would say I got out of that at lightning speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a stupid thing. That's yeah, not yeah, yeah. a real move. And you're such a mark for believing that it is, Joey. <laughs> I can't even fucking handle it. Hey man. It's not <sighs> that I believe. It's that I want to believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get that. You're the uh,
3: asshole that goes to a play of Peter Pan and goes, Tinkerbell's not real. It's a little fly. light.
0: What it's, the hell? Well, it's just it's just frustrating, I guess, like when it's cup like
3: presented it, as being real. Is that I, what it is about that's, wrestling? That's
0: part of it, but it I just wanna like is. I feel like I got I got sold like three of the most batshit insane moves in a row in the uh-huh. first like maybe th- four minutes of this match, from that ankle hold to the foot thing. Uh, and then the, the, like where he tied him up in the ball, I was like, these aren't things like you can't, you can't just immediately go like, I don't like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just all that they did. All the, they asked me to buy into so much so mm-hmm. quickly that I'm like, "Fuck you!" If you want me to buy into a finisher, <laughs> or you want me to buy into like one weird wrap up, that's fine. But you're asking me to buy into all this bullshit right at the top. Uh-huh. Like, even just pace it out a little bit, for Christ's sake. Like, No, nah, there's no time for that. Just get <laughs> get no, right there into isn't. This, just get right into the silly.
1: It's you know, so got so their stupid. shit in.
3: over something that was a lot of fun. Let's let's
1: show. hear it, please. Let's go. Um, yeah, what are we talking that about? That
3: sort of flip flip thing that just happened. Oh. <laughs> As you can tell, I know. All the technical yeah. words yeah. for this.
0: Nice. Uh, we got so, the good kick in the butt. Uh, so I'm nice just clicking around. But um, what was it about this flip-flip thing that uh, excited you, Nadia?
3: Uh, again, like, I'm in this to see the flips. Like, uh-huh. I'm not in it to watch two guys just beat the shit out of each other. Because if I was going to do that, I'd watch more boxing. Right. Mm-hmm. Which to me is, you know, it's a sport. It, like, requires a certain amount of skill in order to be able to do that. This and so, as, as you obviously said. obviously fake. Mm-hmm. And so there's part of me that can enjoy it more. Like, yeah. Like, the-, the idea is not to make the other one bleed. Like, the nobody's is- getting hurt. The- I mean, exactly. Theoretically. Theoretically theoretically, of course. Because you look at the stuff from the eighties,
1: you're like, Oh, they're very hurt. Yeah. So, like you said, you do prefer the, the smaller guys and the athleticism and the acrobatics or flippy shit as some people will derisively call it but sure. that, that's the kind of stuff that you gravitate to because you like you like you said you like the cruiserweights nxt yeah you like a lot more of the flashier stuff
3: yeah absolutely again um there's I played sports I was a swimmer and I played water polo in high school so there's a part of me that appreciates you know just the pure athleticism of this mm-hmm. and I love musical theater I love watching people <laughs> right? dance
2: around I love the Secure Tozawa spot it's something that uh, he does in every match where he'll throw a couple of punches and then he'll go for a punch and the guy flinches. And right. He'll stop. And mm-hmm. then he'll like just jab him in the in the chin and right. knock him out. I love that too. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think <clears throat> of
0: that spot? What do you, how do you, how do you feel about it? Kiritazawa yeah, so feel- far. Yeah. I mean, at least Kira, Kira Tazawa like, is. Like, did you, um, you notice his
2: screams and stuff?
1: Here we ah! go. Here we go. Ah! Ah!
0: Oh. <laughs> okay. This is the flip. So we're talking about
1: that had not yet Oh, yet. I love oh, yeah, that. I love that move. Yeah. Yeah. Gallagher always flips around and then kicks his opponent, like slingshots them away from Yeah. yeah. Him. And then he does his Iron Man pose. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, at
0: least Tozawa is, like, set or whatever is kind of based in some sort of reality, which mm-hmm. I respect. Like, he he did this big thing where he just jumped up high up in the air and did a cannonball on Jack Allen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like a yes, jumping senton. Listen, it's senton. A senton? Is mm-hmm. that a senton bomb? Anytime
1: you, well, no, no, it's not a senton bomb. <laughs> that difference. would be a flip off the top rope. Mm, but a okay. senton insert. It's other like a jumping senton or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, that's anytime you're back is the the part that hits your opponent that's a form of a that's okay. what a senton is
0: i thought that like that i'm like cool well at least again we're just bringing this back into reality and i can kind of appreciate that from him mm-hmm. i guess what frustrates me about i get the other thing i think about this and this happens in a later match that we're going to watch today or we're going to yep. talk about today but not this episode chris corbin come out subscribe in itunes you'll find out i'll be there um it's you're playing Tozawa for such a fool. Like he just—it's he, hard so to take him it. seriously. It's hard to take him seriously at any other point when he's such a fucking jackass well, for all the other previous things that he's been in before. You know, it's like it's sure. hard to respect him as a possible winner of this when he manages to get stuck and kicked in the butt because of nothing. Now, you know? I disagree.
2: Now, I feel like Tozawa has a level of legitimacy to him. His strikes are hard enough that it's very. Uh, he, he's definitely the uh, he's definitely the straight man in this match. I see. He, um, I but like that. but I think that he's somebody that if you watch more of his matches, you will instantly buy him as like. Because that was running the cruiserweight classic. He made it three rounds. Yeah, you've talked a lot about um, the uh, the first round. He basically just did like a straight up like Tokyo Dome Wrestle Kingdom main event style match. A lot of like forearm smashes. A lot of just like really great spots. This was more of a comedy match, something that you'd see in Chikara. Mm-hmm. Right. And then after this, he had an amazing, just like strong style lucha fusion match with uh, Grand Metalik, and he's somebody that like he's like. Jack Gallagher, I became more of a fan of his character. Akira Tozawa, I became more of a fan of just his ability his as a wrestler. Sure. Yeah. And his versatility to uh, be a comedy guy, be kind of like the jackass in a match mm-hmm. who's like falling for getting tied up in a ball. And then immediately after that, seeing him in a match where he's like, you know, catching Hurricane Rana's diving through the ropes and like falling 10 feet to the ground or whatever. Part kind of sure. what
3: makes this match so fun is, at least for me, I always appreciate commitment to anything. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. Even the. Well, not the worst things, but even <laughs> the
0: th- Commitment even when- to anything.
3: <laughs> I should backtrack.
0: Uh, Donald Trump 2016 s- is incredible. Yeah, exactly. He is committed I to your anything. Commitment to murder. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah hashtag MAGA. <laughs> uh,
3: anything that's huh. entertainment based, mm-hmm. commitment, I think, is always key. And as somebody yep. who's not always the best at being committed to stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I think that when I watch stuff like this, I'm just in awe of like, hey, yeah he could be, you know, sticking to sort of the normal way he does things, but instead he's like, no, I'm going to commit to being the fool in this match because this is what this particular match is about. This is
1: what this match calls for.
3: Right. So the fact that both of them are just playing so hard into it makes it so much more fun to
1: watch. And I agree with Joey that I never doubt his legitimacy to Zawa's. Right. I do not. That's just me. Maybe
0: we're all Mark, Steven. I I just, I, I think the thing that goes back to what we've always said before I've said before is like, you guys are so willing to buy into just everything about wrestling and I don't come from a place where I immediately buy in and see everything as, like, okay. I'm here for
3: the flippy right. shit, Steve. right. I'm
0: here yes, to we watch
3: shirtless men flip each other around <laughs> and have a nice time for the nice people. Oh. Well, this is,
0: like, <laughs> <Sounds fun. laughs> to put it in a weird analogy, like, what I feel like is happening okay. is, like, this is, like, a Bugs Bunny episode and Jack Allen yeah, is Bugs Bunny. Yeah, 100%. That's the way to look at this. Hold man. on. Mm-hmm. Is, ja- is is Bugs Bunny and he's making a fool of Tazawa, and that's fine, but... But also, in it's like it's like Tadawa's playing Elmer Fudd, let's say that, uh, but also Elmer Fudd is a technically proficient hunter, and so is Jack gallagher, and Are you uh putting Elmer Fudd over i i I, I know. I fucking know. Are we putting Elmer Fudd over? That's what I would say. call the headline of this match. Wow. And that's like, and then, so it's like, they're both technically proficient. You know, uh, Jack Gallagher is making a fool of him, but then also Elmer Fudd wins, even though he's a fucking idiot the whole time. It's like, what just happened? Like, this is the worst Bugs Bunny cartoon I've ever seen. That's what this is. It's not comedy. Okay. It doesn't, it's not
1: logical. It doesn't make any sense. It's fucking bonkers. So you're saying that at the end of this match Elmer Fudd shoots Bugs Bunny and that's the end of the Yeah, match. Elmer Fudd shoots Bugs Bunny after Bugs Bunny was
0: returning fire and it was like a whole like it was a whole matrix style shootout.
3: So in your analogy like, Wait, this? in your analogy Bugs Bunny knows how to shoot a gun?
0: Yes, I know that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's why it's so weird. Wait, Akira is Elmer Fudd. Yes, and, okay. and Jack Gallagher is doing, like you said, like legit hard strikes and good moves to make him seem like a legitimate wrestler, right? Okay. He's doing it all. He can't do it all. He can't be both super technically proficient and a jokester, and then this guy can't be super technically proficient and an idiot and then still win. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking add up. I agree. The math I, I is argue. wrong.
1: I argue that they can. I know you'd argue that yeah, of you can, I but it doesn't make any sense. I mean,
0: I'm on Nick's
2: side. I want to uh, like spell this out a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, just—it's literally the opposite of what you just said. You're I, fine I, don't all see, I don't see why a guy can't be technically proficient while also being sly and outthinking the other guy. While the other guy coming into the match can't be just as technically proficient and vicious, but he's been outsmarted by that guy's uh, uh, prowess to be more intelligent in the match. I guess I just don't—I don't get why yeah. that's so unbelievable.
0: I don't know. I guess it's just if it's—it's it's just there's so many like things going on that I just—I don't know what I'm supposed to. Be believe about the reality or the baseline of these you're supposed to believe you're supposed to believe that a man can get tied up in a pretzel (laughs) and thrown on the
2: ground and they kicked in the butt and that's the only way you can get out
1: that's the most complicated thing about this match I don't know the character stuff the character where they're coming from their angles that they're coming from seem clear-cut to me
0: yeah, I just, I can't, I, I defy somebody to come up with a media where that's the thing, because it's so stupid, like or, or like a story that's similar like uh, that. because
1: wrestling is usually never stupid at I, all. I well, mean, if
0: yeah. we're admitting that it's stupid, that <laughs> well, that's but fine, we, but, but I just, like, I don't get it. I but don't get the, it.
1: But the thing that is literally comparable to this match is the thing that you just compared it to, which would be Looney Tunes, <sighs> would mm-hmm. be Bugs Bunny versus Elmer Fudd. Okay, the only difference is that Elmer Fudd won at the end. That's the only difference, but you're saying you defy anybody to come up with something comparable yeah well that's that's it it's looney tunes
0: no but it's but i'm saying you're like you're 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 undermining the dynamic the logical dynamic of okay. it, it by one having them both be technically proficient like what, it, what i think the thing about bugs bunny well i mean whatever a lot of them it's like a trickster and somebody who is like more conventional that's kind of how said it works Homer
1: fudd was a good hunter I know, I, mean,
0: I know, it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. It's it, isn't a perfect analogy. Okay. I and I'm admitting well, that right now, but it's just like there's there's so many like things that I feel like they're contradictory in themselves as characters, hmm. like both technically proficient and easily made a fool. That's Akira Tazawa in this. Like that's stupid to me and also wins ultimately. So I guess you could say like technic- technically proficient winner makes sense or jokester uh, or, like, guy who's clever and undermines the expected thing winner. That makes sense. But then he's also technically proficient, and then, like, it just it gets weird. I don't well, know what anybody hmm. is. Well, I think
2: that, like, the reason that we applaud uh, Jack Gallagher's, uh, I guess, intelligence is that it's very clear that if you just look at them and if you look at their stats, that uh, Akira Tazawa is definitely billed as the tougher guy in this Sure, house. yeah. He's definitely billed as the harder hitter, the harder slammer. Just like the like the mm-hmm. he's billed as the guy that should be that you should be more afraid of. Yeah. So I think that Jack Gallagher is coming into this match definitely as the underdog. That's why it's so impressive when he sort of dazzles his way out of moves. Mm-hmm. Um, is it's like he's he's up punching, you know? It's like he's um like I think that he is Bugs Bunny in this match. Like he Bugs Bunny doesn't have to be a complete fucking weakling to work for his spot in, uh, you know, in comedy or in something. Yeah, I Akira yeah. Tozawa doesn't have to be a complete idiot to work for his spot in, you know, a Bugs Bunny Elmer Fudd situation. Yeah. Like, it's just... Akira Tozawa is better than Jack Gallagher for the purposes of this match, which is why it's impressive when Jack Gallagher can sort of use cunning to get out of moves. I have
3: a question, mm. which is... Please. Who are the other... What is the mapping of Looney Tunes onto the WWE? Like, who is the <laughs> Daffy Tuck? Who is the Sylvester? Oh, who is? Man. Well, they've cetera, already did
0: did Looney Reigns, and who who did they compare him to on that? Just the stupidest one. Uh, I, <laughs> I guess know. it was probably Elmer
1: Fudd. Yeah, because uh, he fucked up everything. L- Roman Reigns was the tree stump in the mm. woods. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting question. God, who would we map over? Who's the Road Runner and Wally Coyote?
2: Uh, Roadrunner one hundred percent is Enzo Amore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I see that. Wiley Coyote in the hair. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just he moves a lot and he goes meep like his catchphrase is meep 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 meep, meep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That yeah. tracks I remember uh, yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Wiley Coyote would probably be Rusev.
0: Rusev, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because he's always buying products from Acme. Yeah, always
2: They're buying always products failing.
1: from Acme. Who do you think? Who do you think Daffy Duck is? Is it right now? Is it Kevin Owens?
2: I think that Daffy Duck is either Kevin Owens or The Miz.
1: Oh, yeah. If, if you're yeah, if you're looking at SmackDown, The Miz, sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think of just like WWE-wide. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel here. like... Are we missing anybody? Yeah, just do you saying? have any opinions of who might be who?
3: Uh, I'm trying to <laughs> think. Foghorn I feel, Leghorn. I feel, oh, Foghorn uh, Leghorn,
2: 100% the big show.
3: Yes. <laughs>
2: uh, Same
1: accent. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: I feel like Brock Lesnar is that large... Um, Orange thing? Yeah, 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 or that one that like, lives in an ice cave and is like, oh, I will make it and I love him and pet because he's Oh, yeah, a yeah, little yeah guy. all right. Big I guy. don't like Brock Lesnar, guys. I understand that Really? Not like, a fan? I'm not a fan. I understand that he's not a, like, little guy. a good wrestler, but he's just, hey, I don't know, he kind of weirds me out. Like, I understand he like lives off the grid in the woods. And Gossamer. Still,
1: like, Couldn't think of that orange thing's name. Um, that's his name? Gossamer? Gossamer.
2: Marvin the Martian. I, I'm going to say Finn Balor. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but that's sort of yeah. based on. Marvin the Martian? Mm. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's like... a tough
1: one. This is tough. We could spend the entire episode just like sitting in like <laughs> silence <laughs> talking every 35 seconds going, hmm. Uh, Tweety Bird.
2: Hmm. Oh, boy. Um, Tweety Bird.
0: Bailey. Yeah, uh, Bailey's. That's what Bailey's I was saying. Bailey's Tweety Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have any more uh, Looney <laughs> Tunes wrestlers, tweet at us at YSLW Podcast. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Looney Wrestlers.
1: <laughs> to be fair, I also think that. The list. If we're talking about Chris Jericho, when we were when he was more the list Jericho, that's also shades of Daffy Duck. I can yeah, see that. I agree with that. You just made the list. Yeah, I could see. That I agree happening. with that. I agree with
0: that. <laughs> that
1: was pretty good. Thank you. That was a good day. Work on my Daffy Duck. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean, so we, we, this, this match, like we kind of already said, wraps up with Akira Tozawa, uh, ultimately winning. He gets his German suplex with a off.
1: super powerful <laughs> core strength fucking oh, yeah. German suplex. My God. I mean, those are, you know, those are two small guys, but th- it's also a small guy, holding another small guy. I mean, that, that's a lot of core strength to yeah. pop him right back behind your head
0: like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, so that's, uh, that's who ultimately wins this. Um, and Jack Gallagher, I guess is out of the... The He's whole cruiserweight out of the classic classic tournament at this point. He He's out of the tournament.
2: Even though he was out in the second round, mm-hmm. he was probably like one of the top stars to come out. Oh, of it. he
1: like I said, this <laughs> was a star ma-
2: making like Jack Gallagher's first match, his first move that he did in his first match. Um, I actually I, I kind of I mean, if we have time, I kinda wanna like show Steven just just that first move in Jack Gallagher's first Cruiserweight classic match, the first reversal that he did. Okay. That to me was like The crowd I, all went, Oh Yeah, it's like, yeah, like I Stopped. I think I stopped the match for a second and was just, like, I had to rewatch it because it was so impressive. Yeah. It's just, like, a Jack Eleanor reversal that we've all seen where he, like, grabs the hand and then twists, and, like, he he grabs the hand and then does the leg thing where he, like, walks around in a circle and, <laughs> yeah. you, like, kind of d- we the watched measures. all of these yeah. together. Yeah yeah, 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 So then he's just, like, uh, uh, uh and it's, like,
1: and so, like...
3: So podcast uh, listeners know Joey stood up to do this move. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hit his head on the ceiling because I believe, he's seven feet tall. I believe yeah. I was
1: there to see the first round with you guys. I know I didn't watch yeah. all of them with you guys. I think no, we saw some we, of the first or second rounds
3: up over like a month where yeah. like every whatever it
0: was. Wednesday I know I saw a couple. This is probably too late in the match. Yeah, right, it, it happened pretty early. Um yeah, right, But it's like fine. I
2: would call it just it's like a star making more than I think I've seen in I mean, other than like Tajiri's first kick, maybe when he debuted in WWE. Yeah, it's like the first time that I've seen just like one move sell the entire audience. On yeah, a guy. a guy
1: just gets dropped
2: in. You don't know who he is. And it's like, OK, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, he, he's like, you know, he's old-timey boxing Conan O'Brien. This is going to be fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah. it's like, you know, you don't really know what to expect until you see the match. And you see just his first move, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is my new favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. Based I on- remember
1: we couldn't stop talking about the guy during the Cruiserweight Classic. And after he was eliminated, it's like, all right, when's he going to come on the main roster? When are we going to see him again? When's he yeah. going to be in NXT? It's like, when's Jack Gallagher come back? We were very excited. Yeah. Steven just can't get on fucking board. Yeah, no. Can um, you can't. I get it,
3: Stephen. I get no. it. But well, also, let's... have you ever tried levity in your life? Just <laughs> like having fun. No.
0: Finally, somebody asks. <laughs> no. I want you guys to know that I'm a very serious person. Yeah. And- <laughs> I do not like smiling or fun or good things. Yeah. Uh, that's my that's my game. Steven's so, more of a brevity it. guy over a levity guy. <laughs> uh, I'm actually fine with that character. Yeah, I know you are. No, I think
1: that's pretty <laughs> yeah, accurate for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, can we end this as fast as possible? <laughs> Speaking of ended, ending it, what do you guys say we rate this match? Yeah, sure. let's uh, go around your thoughts. Uh, Nick, how did you feel about well,
1: this Well, I, I mean, you already know how I feel. I love this match. I love both of these guys. I... As I said, and I'll say it another ninth time, I walked away from this tournament going, that guy is a fucking star. Jack Gallagher is going to be over. He was over in one match, let alone two. It's like he comes out and people... He was over in one move. Yeah, people are chanting Jackie boy, and it's like they barely know who this guy is, and they're excited to see him. Tazawa, also, I think the win was necessary because he was over from his first match. He did great in that first match against Kenneth Johnson, but I don't think people were sold on him just yet because he didn't get to show a lot of character. Even though this isn't necessarily who Akira Tozawa is as a character, he got to show that he can do plenty of other different character work uh, and do what he can do and and work different types of matches. So I think that this match sold people on him and by the time he got to that match with Grand Metal League, people were like, we like this guy too. He's vicious and he strikes hard. And he's athletic. Um, I don't know. The, the endings of the Cruiserweight Classic are a little interesting because I don't think they quite knew how. I'm sure they booked the whole thing already. Yeah, it feels like they booked it before before the first round. And they had so it's yeah. like
2: Jack Gallagher is a guy that if they knew that he was going to blow up as much as he did, I would have booked him almost. He, he would have gone. He would have been in the final four. Yeah,
1: and I do think that that's possibly also why Tazawa maybe won. Um, I'm not saying that they couldn't have switched some things on the fly, but I'm pretty sure they probably had most of it mapped out. They didn't know Cedric Alexander was going to get over like that. Yeah. They didn't know that Jack Gallagher was going to get over like that. So, and, and also, they interpolated a lot of our expectations because everybody and their grandmother thought for sure it was going to be Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. in the final match, and that was it. Yeah. It was neither of those guys. So I think that the Cruiserweight Classic was a lot about surprises, too. This match gave some surprises. It created two stars— uh, it was an excellent match. It was funny. It was technically proficient. I love this match. Do I think Do I think it's a five-star match? No, but I'm going to give it five stars anyway because I fucking love it so much. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love it. I don't think it's a five-star wrestling match, but it's a five-star presentation.
2: Yeah, same deal. Coming into this tournament... Zack Sabre Jr. was the UK guy that everybody was the most excited yep. about. Jack Gallagher was sort of a like, oh, it's also I guess Jack Gallagher is doing it. I hadn't really heard very much about Jack Gallagher going into this match mm-hmm. other than, you know, he looks like, you know, he looks like Conan O'Brien.
1: People were like, yeah, he's the third. He'll come up to WWE and become the third Vod villain.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, that turned out. Um, but he, um, you know, from move one, the audience was on board From move one. He was like, I was like, oh, well, he's I had multiple Facebook conversations with people that, that had been on the show. Where it was just like, oh, Jack Gallagher is my new favorite wrestler. I've only seen him wrestle one match, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. that guy rules. By the um, way, Steven
1: in the background is pulling up Jack I'm- Gallagher's, um, is this from, what this, a Progress, this from is- Progress, and coincidentally, this is Jack Gallagher's qualifying match to be in the Cruiserweight Classic against who? UK Tournament's own, the Bruiserweight, Pete Dunne, oh. I am a huge fan of. Yeah,
0: Pete Dunne's great. I'm trying so hard to find this opening it's match. The, uh, it's I the mentioned. Fabian Archer one. I look, and I can't it. find it. I'll like, it. I, I found a lot of clips of just in the middle of a match, but Joey, why don't you go ahead and rate this match? Talk, yeah. I'll um, find it. yeah,
2: so, uh, you know, I think that Tazawa, like, like everybody in this match played their role so perfectly and like mm-hmm. as a wrestling fan like i love flips i love hard hits i love you know just like all, i love just you know the standards of what you expect on a wrestling match but like more than that i love it when people when people play their role like Absolutely. in the sense of like oh like jack you know akira tozawa screamed a lot did a lot of hard hits did a lot of cool flips and did a lot of cool stuff um, had a lot of great spots looked really tough that's kind of like when you see kira Tozawa, you what you'd expect with the intensity that that guy brings yeah jack gallagher used a lot of just like technical mastery and just like trickery in order to get out of moves mm-hmm. and like you know with that he had a couple of like hard hits and stuff like that and like that's he played his role of the extraordinary gentleman to a t in this match i think <laughs> so, so too. you know yeah like is this a five-star match like you know it's 15 minutes second round of a tournament mm-hmm. probably not but am i gonna give it five stars
1: <laughs> yes we are both in the same boat like is it a five-star wrestling match no but
2: fuck it man yeah but in terms <laughs> of how much i was entertained watching this match absolutely yes five like i'll get five pretzel butt kicks
1: oh nice we didn't even pick out yeah, our actual <laughs> mm-hmm. uh rating system pretzel butt kicks yeah, yeah. We, so, um, so far we're at 10 pretzel butt kicks, which we also
0: have figured out through uh testing that that doesn't do anything, but yes, yes continue.
1: Naughty Osman, what are you thinking?
3: Uh, well, I did pick this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so,
1: <laughs> one out of five. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, you know, what it comes down to for me is like you said, I also like watching the flips and the hard kicks. Yep. So I prefer the flippy shit. Yeah, the flippy but, shit's great. Um, it's not like I don't want to see these people actually, you know, wrestle. So to see like a combination of that happening in this match, great, a plus. <clears throat> um, the commitment to these characters, a plus. Um, and as I said before, like I think, uh, I think I posed it as underdoggy, underdog ish. Mm-hmm. And I think part of what makes this match so much fun is that you start off and you're like. Oh, Gallery's gonna win it. He's got he's got this because he's playing all this crazy technical shit, even if it's not exactly real. Stephen, mm-hmm. this yeah. tournament
1: it's, had a lot of surprise wins. It's I mean, it, fun it, and hard yeah. to watch. What exactly. if it's so not so even kind of to, real.
3: So then, when uh, Akira wins at the end, it's like what? Ah, but it's still satisfying. Like at the end of the day, it's like yeah, I guess he did deserve. Like that it feels win. like an earned win. It's yeah, exactly. And they both fought for it. And I hate when somebody just like. Whales and somebody else and then wins because
1: that's just yeah. boring to watch. And I think it did its job that because the win was so surprising and the German came out of nowhere and you see the crowd pop up like, what? When he lost. Right. I think that created the seed in people's head to go, we need to see more Jack Gallagher. When will we see more Jack Gallagher? It worked right. on me. Yeah. So I think it actually did its job that he lost.
3: Absolutely. Uh, I think it also comes down to the fact that when you watch these two, you can tell that it's like two people who respect each other, who are coming in as competitors. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not, a, it's not imbalanced. It's two people that have been at this for a while. Right. But- you're watching two people, sort of equal levels, fight each other in very different ways. Absolutely. Versus when you see somebody who's like far more advanced or has way more. Expertise. Has to carry the match exactly. Um, especially, I feel like that happens in a lot of like WWE pay per view events that I'll watch where I'll go like, eh, I don't really care about this right now because it's clear that so and so is going to mm-hmm. be the winner of this match. So, when it comes down to it, is it a five star match? A five. <laughs> Pretzel. butt butt kick match? Mm-hmm. No, because it is. It's in the middle of a tournament. Mm-hmm. But it is, to me, it's like when you're watching, let's pretend that the Cruiserweight is a season of television, that whole tournament, yep. right? Yeah. This is one of those moments of TV that if somebody was doing a TV recap on the AV Club or whatever, they'd go, this was a great
1: scene. Like This, this is a great moment.
2: Like this is the Cruiserweight classic Osmandius, basically.
1: I was, exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like this is either the point where... Hank gets shot in the parking lot in season three, or, you know, that yeah, yeah. episode, yeah, which yeah. I won't ruin it for the folks, Hank dies. Right.
3: <laughs> I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. But- this is the one where it's just like,
2: oh, God, give it all the awards. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Just exactly. like, oh, the Cruiserweight class is going to clean up the award season. It's yeah. that
3: moment. So does oh, it deserve God. it on the whole? <laughs> Probably not. No. Individually. Am I gonna give it five yep. pretzel butt kicks? You bet, I am
2: yeah. uh, Pretzels,
3: pretzels
1: up in this motherfucker. It's a fifteen out of twenty so far,
3: Steve. Call Annie Anns, we got pretzels to <laughs> twist. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: and that's before fantastic. we move on, Steven I'm going to show I'm gonna Okay. Yeah, let's say for We the are break. gonna show Steven this opening <clears throat> match, this opening bout uh moment of the, the, the Eichner. Gallagher match. Yeah. All right, fifteen. Stephen. All right, Stephen. We're on a roll. Yeah. Tell us how much you love this Disappoint match. Disappoint us. Yeah.
0: So okay. So I came into this match uh very. I was trying to be as open minded as possible. I was like, You're gonna Joey burn thinks our I'm gonna love this guy. So I have to believe him at some level that Joey has like. I'm like like I want you to love this guy. I want yeah. you to love this yeah. guy. And so I was trying to be like, yeah, this guy's going to be fun. I, yeah, we'll see what happens. He's um, so
3: pasty. How could you not love him? <laughs>
0: yeah, as, a, as a fellow pasty man, I do appreciate that. Yeah.
3: He looks mm-hmm. like a contestant on the Great British Bake Off. It's so <laughs> <laughs> unnerving. He's, he's the cake, right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, the the cake. Cake. No, he's the cake. Yeah. He's the
0: cake. it's a
3: white cake.
0: Yeah, for sure. He is the, the cakeiest uh, <laughs> yeah. person i ever You just ever don't
3: seen. expect him to suddenly twist people up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, surprisingly, I didn't expect that. Good. Um, I mean, so, you know, this match... I have already complained about these moves. Uh, I count, I, I re skimmed through this match. So the, the match starts at four minutes and 30 seconds of this clip. Uh, by by seven minutes and thirty seconds, so three minutes later, uh, Tazawa is tied up in a pretzel. And before that, <laughs> there are... I love professional wrestling. So it, t- <laughs> so it took three minutes for Tazawa to be completely humiliated. But previous to that, there are three moves that are just so implausibly humiliating to Tazawa. Yeah, three, so four total moves in three minutes that are just humiliating and stupid happen uh, right away. And, and I just, I'm just, I'm so out of it. I'm just so out of it at this point but you still feel bad for Akira Tozawa apparently no I don't feel bad for him I just don't I don't understand what this is this is stupid uh, that's what's frustrating me is it looks stupid it looks like not a thing I don't understand what I'm supposed to be seeing mm-hmm. I know you guys buy into it I know the moves don't aren't real but it's supposed to be fun I, I just I don't fucking get it I don't fucking get it uh, and then it takes a very weird turn from that because it doesn't get it doesn't stay comedic after that like it's pretty much done with that part of it so it's like so goofy and, and like levity and then it kind of goes like the hard, I guess, technical thing. I didn't see him as a ter- terribly proficient technical wrestler anyway. I get, again, that's my, my fault. I'm not a super, uh, uh, you know, knowledgeable wrestling fan, but whatever. I, I guess, I guess I could buy it. Um, but ultimately, I'm just like so lost in this pretty early on that I, I didn't, I didn't fall in love with Jack Gallagher, uh, just based on this match. Um, and Tazawa didn't really win me over either. So, um, you know, like one, one star. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But, uh, but
2: part of this, uh, I think what you're talking about the way that WWE's matches and maybe just wrestling matches as a whole tend to be structured out is Mm -hmm. it's like the face kind of gets their shit in. They they kind of get their signature moves in and then the heel kind of gets their signature moves in and then they'll kind of have a back and forth. It's like there's terms like hope spots and like shining up the baby face, Uh, etc. So like I think that it's just Jack Gallagher's section where he kind of got his shit in was just kind of goofy like technical proficiency moves. Jack Gallagher's uh, section where he got his stuff in was like some hard strikes and stuff like that, followed by just kind of like reversal city of like them kind of each trying to get their stuff
3: in. Mm-hmm. I feel like if Steven yeah. goes to a mall and he goes to the food court, he's like,
1: "Fuck the Wetzel's pretzels,"
3: because <laughs> this guy just doesn't appreciate a good pretzel, but
1: no, dick. he doesn't. Yeah, that's Steven, a good Stephen. Just have a pretzel. Well, I feel the last that time one? you had a
0: mall pretzel, <laughs> uh, I had a Wetzel pretzel at the uh, WWE's Monday Night Raw. I thought oh, like thought We should we should talk about that. Uh, <laughs> trust me, we will. All right, so let's go to a quick break. Hey, I'm Jared. I'm
1: I'm Ben. I know uh, I'm. I'm
2: uh, ben, just, just do, do it. The, just do okay, the
1: I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, this is Ben, Jeff, and Thayer, and we host a podcast called Convince Me, where we have guests on to try to convince us to get on board with their unique obsessions. Check out our podcast. It's called Convince Me. I'm Jeff. Oh, man, and we are back, and we just showed Steven that opening reversal uh, hold by Jack Gallagher on yes. Fabian Eichner. And what are you thinking now?
0: And now do you love him? That was so
1: <laughs> dumb,
0: stupid, <laughs> unbelievable. Was, you awful. said you you like you, you, Nadia, you expressed very loudly. That was so dumb.
1: It was so it dumb. It is dumb. It's, it's fun. the best. It's yeah, fun. He beat when somebody
0: it, with math.
1: I feel like <laughs> I need to. He <laughs> did
0: math. They just, they just let go. Oh my God. He just let go. The other guy just lets go.
3: Yeah. That's I right. feel like I need to explain that when <sighs> I say that this is dumb throughout this entire podcast, it is dumb. It is literally dumb. I love it. Yeah, it's great. When I say something's dumb... And Dumb I'm is like one of the highest it? compliments Absolutely. I can give. Exactly. Yeah. If something is just so stupid, I'm in love with it.
1: Well, luckily, if that dumbness didn't sell Steven on Jack Gallagher enough, oh. that's okay because we're going to talk a little bit about Jack Gallagher uh, and Aria Devari. They had somewhat of a gentleman's duel mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, over two days uh, in late December of 2016 uh, over Raw and 205 Live. So we wanted to give Steven a look at this, uh, what's, uh, shown what Jack Gallagher has gone on to do in WWE's Cruiserweight division since signing with the company and what's gotten him over with the crowd thus far so indeed we showed him these two clips of the gentleman's duel one of gallagher challenging Divari to the duel and the actual duel itself the next time on 205 live the next night let's cut to a quick clip of the duel
2: you've never even been in a duel oh never mind just follow my lead don't worry i'll, I'll guide you through this first we pick our weapons okay you're not going to be using flowers, don't worry. You can either pick a frying pan here, it's nice and hefty. Little bit of rope here, you can use your imagination, I'm sure. Oh, the lead pipe, classic. We'll get that Umbrella, rope over here for a bit tomorrow. more traditional, bit more my style, you never know, you want to branch out. There's a wrench there, Oh, and also uh, a gift from my friend Colonel Mustard, a
1: candlestick. Steven. Oh, yeah. What are you thinking? yeah um well first, we just see the challenge uh Gallagher presents himself and makes it very known that he's going to challenge him to a duel right that's very gentlemanly
0: yeah i guess um <laughs> <laughs> okay i do, I would say that it's not gentlemanly to try to humiliate people, but that's fine okay. uh he does it anyway he starts we start this thing with like this uh glove slap to. Uh, what's this
1: guy's name again? Arya Davari. Arya Davari. Younger
0: brother of uh, former WWE superstar Sean Davari. Okay, so this this whole thing starts with Davari saying calling Jack Gallagher a, a scoundrel. Scoundrel. Which also nobody says that. So what it was... we yeah, say? No, he's, he, he's specifically saying that because Jack
2: Gallagher is a gentleman. Presents like, himself. So it's like that's just if you were to say something to offend an extraordinary gentleman, what would you, call you him? would call him a, you know a scoundrel or a vagabond or whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb to see like it's this all with, like fake thing. But it's all within the character reality
2: of Jack Gallagher. It's great. It's like it's it's just it, there's a consistency to it that I love. Yeah. yeah, like challenging with a glove slap. Like even like the joke about like you know technically on the Aaron Burr in this situation.
0: So yeah, I'm glad that British people know more about American history than Americans do, which I'm assuming Davari is. I don't know. Um, uh, and th- yeah, Davari is such a fucking dipshit in these <laughs> clips like
1: I've never I've never seen like he goes like what do you mean he challenge me to a duel what's a duel like I have to admit and I put this in our notes I find I find Davari to be getting better and fine I got like nothing of, I'm not offended by anything that it's like I don't think he's so awful mm-hmm. but his mic skills are are somewhat glaring to me I think in, he's in a, these clips. I think he's okay
2: I think that the moment when he picks up the uh, so to set up this duel if you haven't seen it um, Jack Gallagher invites him to a duel he has a table full of weapons and including like a frying pan, a rope, you know, a weapons. Well, yeah, a pipe, a candlestick. Dual weapons, Stephen? Um, and uh
3: Dual weapons like, you know, when you play Clue. Yeah, a I'm
1: candlestick the, holder.
2: This to me, I think Colonel for the mustard. main roster of the WWE was one of the bigger, yeah. I think star-making like just star-making kind of like Mainly discussion based segments that I've seen. 100%. Um, In that it really set up, like, of course, Jack Gallagher would have a gentleman's duel. Of Mm -hmm. course, like, he would, you know, Davari would pick the big lead pipe and Gallagher would pick the parasol. Yep. Like, this got so over that now. The parasol. Jack Gallagher walks to the wing with it. He called William the Third. Yeah, like he his parasol has a name. He's used it in matches before. And
1: Stephen, you saw his bit <sighs> in the Royal Rumble when he came in, and he actually got eliminated, like by jumping off of the. Well, he got eliminated, <sighs> but but remember when he jumped off the top rope with, with the, the umbrella. umbrella? Yeah, and yeah. that got a huge pop. Yeah, it did, right?
0: Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> it's fun. It's so weird. I fun in well fun life? I don't understand. I just, okay. Fine. This is all but fun. It's like, I, d- I just don't understand what any of it's supposed to be. It's it, it just doesn't make let's sense. Watch
2: this real quick. Okay, so Davari I mean, was.
1: It's what life is. It's just something to do until we die. Like let's get awful. over it.
2: Davari uh, like turned around. Ver- they did the. Back to back, ten paces, turn, and then fight each other. Thing. Davari immediately decides to, uh, you know, turn around with the pipe and try to swing at Jack Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gallagher uses his parasol to just completely <laughs> wreck Davari. Um, and it, like, what I think is believable about this is it's just like it's Sherlock Holmes britsu. It's like it's cane fighting. It's, it's like uh-huh. so stupid. But it's like, like, but it's like, they, but you, you're just...
0: sitting there going like he completely wrecks him. Like the way you talk about it is as if you believed it. You do. Like you all talk about it as if you believe everything that's happening is like yeah, a real fight. Magic of wrestling. That's the, of, that's the point of that's the what we get out of watching it. So you guys, so it's not supposed to be like a fight, but it is supposed to be like a fight. Like where, where is the le- like you just the, the, are I you just, into everything? Are you just
1: coming to this realization seventy some episodes in? This is the yeah. well, it's like it's I, not no, fighting. I know, I
0: know this, but I just I don't understand how I'm supposed. Here's to Here's why it. I
3: compare wrestling to musical theater. Let's sometimes is because when you're watching a musical. In real life, you don't break out into song because you are overwhelmed with emotion. And when you are in an atmospheric setting, say a town or you're with a group of people, you don't all break out into choreographed dance to express (laughs) Mm -hmm. your anger or your fear or your happiness. But (laughs) you see it in a musical and you get on fucking board immediately because you just go, this is the medium and this is the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. And it's making me smile.
1: Do you like musicals, Stephen? Um. Yeah. Somewhat.
0: Somewhat. Um. I get. I guess. I hear what you're saying on that. Is like you just. You just buy in get and go with up in it. The moment.
3: Right. Exactly. But I don't um, know.
0: Like I. I. Here's what it is. Is like. What am I supposed to be buying into? And, and what I mean by that is like. Is it a joke? Is it a fight? is it is it uh is it like these insane comical wizard characters what is it that i'm buying into i can buy into a fantasy movie sure but then when like you know the power rangers come in uh and they fight the wizard i'm like i don't know what just happened and then they do like a fucking you know charlie chaplin bit in the middle of it i'm like what am i watching i, I can't buy into all of it I guess and that's what i get is like constantly is just like buy this buy this he's technical and he's goofy and this guy's an idiot but he's a genius and like i'm like what do, what am i supposed to believe you can't ask me to buy in to like 19 things at once you get one you get one freebie you okay. get one i've got uh okay i think i've got something that i
2: think is really just going to bring all this together
1: oh, i know i know it won't watch it, this is going to unify you, the world all you all
0: showed right. me you are like oh, you're going to see this clip and you're going to be so impressed Joey and it made the me more mad
1: for
3: world peace yeah uh, and yeah, yeah, it's coca cola
2: it uh, you guys ready no city of stars <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Oscar-winning city of, Star- city of da, stars. Da, 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 da. I like La La Land. I know Joe. Like we've it. talked at length about this in Do some like episode.
3: La La I saw it with. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We saw yeah. Us yeah. For a uh, uh,
2: fellow friend of the show, Joan Ford. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a good day.
1: Yeah. Joan like the movie. Um, I think that
2: I think that you, Joan mixed. and yeah. uh, Leanne Bowen, also a friend of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, was uh yeah, I think that everybody was oh, kind of mixed on it.
1: I just didn't like it on a premise level, but I feel like we talked sure. about this. In I liked episodes. it. Yeah. in full confession, you, Nadia, I don't, I don't like musicals. I'm mm-hmm. not a musical fan. See, I Almost am, so I
3: went in with High Hopes, uh-huh. and there's certain parts of it that I like, and there's certain parts of it that I don't mm-hmm. like. After uh,
1: the opening number, it's really not a musical, to be totally honest.
3: It doesn't follow the structure of a typical musical, for mm-hmm. sure. It does kind of follow maybe more like a jukebox musical, like Sing in the Rain, kind of. Right. But there's certain moments where I was like, oh, I wish that... There was more of this or less of that.
1: Do you think that instead of Ryan Gosling, Jack Gallagher could have played the, uh, the oh, that'd lead be role? Because <laughs> I do.
3: I kind of yeah. would like to see Jack Gallagher tap dance. <laughs> yeah, me too. He'd
1: probably the, be great at the it. the observatory. Oh my God, and then he could just jump off the top of the observatory with his Frankly, umbrella and just and just float down? over yeah, Los yeah. Angeles. Frankly, uh, he might
3: be a better dancer because probably I was not like... Impressed with the dancing.
1: Sure, I get that. Yeah. So, suck it, Ryan Gosling. But so, like, what I was saying
2: earlier, (sighs) Steven, is like Jack Gallagher. I think, (laughs) though though Jack Gallagher plays, like, he plays, he definitely has a lot of things going on, but I feel like they're all still consistent under his character of being an extraordinary gentleman. Mm -hmm. I think that him challenging somebody to a gentleman's duel with a glove slap that tracks with him being an extraordinary gentleman. I think so, too. Him being very great with, like, proficient technical wrestling, especially with what we know about World of Sport and just, like, British culture, like, that being something that's celebrated is like, technical proficiency over, like, brute force, um, that tracks with this character. Him being master of... Him picking a... Parasol and being a master of Baritsu, like much like we've seen with, with uh, Sherlock Holmes and various other like famous mm-hmm. British characters, mm-hmm. completely tracks with his character. Like the one, I guess you could say, quibble in his character that I think makes him interesting is that he also has some great strikes. His finisher is a corner drop kick. Yeah, he's, he's got, got, got a great head headbutt. Yeah, it's like those few moments where he sort of breaks. Right? It's sort of like, oh, qu- hey, Queen, stop looking at this. He did um, it
1: in the Tazawa match too. There's a brief moment where he looks a little like frustrated, and he kind of pushes his hair back, and he's starting to like. Scowl a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but like, it's like, I, I, I feel like that's just, it's the
2: little, like, y- he's not completely the stereotype there's just like the slightest smudge that makes him unique i mean i, believe I was talking about like you know buddhist uh, bowls a little in a few episodes and that ago. also
1: brings me to remember we got real excited joey and i were talking about jack gallagher one day and i said that i saw like a comment on reddit squared circle and somebody was like i can't wait for the day like in a year or two and like jack gallagher turns heel and he becomes the dastardly scoundrel jack gallagher <laughs> we were just like oh
2: yeah, and he just turns his mustache up
1: it's totally it's it it, it, it would
3: track
2: yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like He'll at start some wearing,
3: point. like, a crazy cape and a yeah.
2: hat. Yeah, like, starts tying ladies to railroad tracks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so, tw- so sweet. I'd love it. Yeah, that'd See, be great. See, what do you think?
1: You're looking at something like you wanted to uh, mention some comments. No, no, no. I was going to save that for a little bit later, oh, right, but okay. it's okay. Um, what about your own comments? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't... I,
0: I, uh, You're done. You don't care. I can't... I want... I, like... Joey, I really tried to believe you. I really tried to believe. Yeah, you this that, like, was an I earnest like effort, guy. Of, like based on what I know that you like about, like you like
2: big characters, love the Nakamura's, the rocks of the world. So, like, I genuinely thought, I, and you know, you like uh, Shockwave the robot. I thought, I thought he'd be on like, board. I thought that you would like this. This was an earnest effort, to, like an earnest excitement to me to have you watch this match because I thought you would like it.
0: Shockwave the robot is really simple, like as far as like a premise goes, it's just one thing. It's and a it's- wrestling robot. Don't get him wet. That's it. It's so okay. simple. This is so much more complicated than that and I still feel like it requires a lot more. Do you buys. not enjoy
3: complex characters?
0: <laughs> I guess I guess it's just like I don't know what to understand about it. It's like I don't know mm-hmm. what I need to believe. Uh what is, is there anything that you do believe about wrestling? Either of them. Of, Those yeah, two of the characters.
1: If you could put yourself in that mind frame and and then you're willing to 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 buy into the world a little bit. Is there anything that you do buy as I mean is there anything if there's nothing, just tell us. I'm just curious. Is there anything? Because sometimes you do buy into certain things about wrestlers. And you're like, all right, I get that.
0: I mean, I get, like, the only thing that I get is, like, Tazawa is supposed to be more ferocious. I got, I got the impression of that uh, from the German suplex thing and the yelling that you pointed out or whatever. I got that, like... Uh, maybe this is just because I'm being racist and lumping them in together as Asian people, but I was like, oh, is this the like he's the same type as a Nakamura, and I just thought like, oh, these are the hard hitting guys. I think they're they're like 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 strong style,
2: Japanese strong style, Kings Road style, are a thing. Okay, yeah. So that's the thing. It's a it's a stylistic thing in the same way that like lucha, is. You know,
0: absolutely. I understood it as like 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 uh, like a
2: regional style of wrestling.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's about it. That's what I got. Is like this guy is a strong style, you know, whatever hard hitting, more ferocious fighter than the standard uh wrestling product that's all i really got um you know the jack gallagher uh gentleman thing is just it just i don't know like it plays like a, a bit that like just to me just feels not conceived very well that and that's oh. fine like that 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 goes that goes for this match this go, the whole match i was just like i don't know what this dude's doing like Have this doesn't you make any been
3: sense to london or other parts of england no
1: Okay. So I was going to ask, who hurt you there? Uh, (laughs) uh, Big Ben fell on him. (laughs) It It was a whole thing. It's a big story. I think I
0: think when it comes
3: That giant Ferris wheel just toppled over.
0: Yeah, the London yeah. Eye and Big Ben both I fell some a...
1: very hot yeah. fish oil. They,
0: they tied me into a pretzel and I couldn't move. Yeah,
1: yeah. They uh, what happened fish is fish like matter.
2: is like you bought some like you bought some like steak and kidney pie. Mm-hmm. You were standing under Big Ben and also the London Eye. Yeah, he tripped and, over a top hat. And you were just like, Oh geez, there's like uh you know, there's a cockroach in my steak and kidney pie. Is yeah. there any way this trip to London could get worse? And it didn't.
3: Mm-hmm. This just gave me an idea though, mm-hmm. which is is if anyone from WWE is listening, mm-hmm. here is my pitch for the next big
1: group. And there could literally be somebody from WWE listening, so mm-hmm. go ahead.
3: Some kind of Spice Girls knockoff.
1: <laughs> uh huh. Like one bad. of
3: each. You know, you got a sporty one, your posh one, etc. Mm-hmm. And Scary then they all, Dash. <laughs> and okay.
2: they all fight. Jack. They all fight Jack. Yes, and just uh. the
1: British brawl. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I like it. Spice up your life, five yeah. on one. I like yeah. it. Hey
2: man, they will be starting their own UK TV show pretty soon. That's like a perfect that's a mm-hmm. perfect gimmick for that. Yeah,
1: just like a girl
3: pop group coming in <laughs> to wrestle. You've seen two become one, now how about
1: five on one? Uh,
2: yeah. We got Becky Spice, we got Bailey Spice, we got Charlie Spice, we got Eva Marie Spice, spice. yeah, we got, I don't know, Karma Spice. Yeah, oh, Karma's coming back, wow. I also,
3: along with Flippy Shit, I enjoy when there's like many people on many people, Uh so this is part of where that comes from, it's like when you can throw in as many people in a ring as possible. It's well, always fun.
1: guys, if you're listening, uh, WWE, give us what Nadia wants. Uh, <laughs> put it yeah! into your storylines. Hashtag Gallagher Spice. <laughs> uh, Gally Spice. Uh, Jackie Spice. We didn't talk <laughs> <too> <laughs> too much about either, and I wanted to get Yeah, let's talk a little bit about him. Him. I, 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 Like I said, I thought that I, his, his, his mic skills are a little... Uh, over a little over enunciate a little over They're just little okay. They're for not. Me. It's like they're not awful. I don't even know what a duel is. Like it's a little much, but I like them. They're him. not. I, do I like mean, him.
2: He's better than Roman Reigns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, he's yeah. better than the top guy in the company. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah. Wait, 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 what are your thoughts on Davari?
3: Uh, I'm partly Middle Eastern, so I'm always mm-hmm. rooting for the Middle Easterners that are in the WWE. So you got your Sami Zayn, he's part Syrian, and uh-huh. this guy's Iranian, um, Iranian American. So yeah, yeah. Part by of me way, that, like, wants to root for him so bad. Built okay. from Minneapolis,
1: right? By yes. way of Iran, right? Yep. Exactly.
3: And then watching those guys, I'm always I just get excited because there's just such little representation yep.
1: of. Sort of
3: that whole swath of the world. Um,
1: he's already far better represented than Davari the Elder was, right? His brother, far more so.
3: But then I see him, like you said, with the mic skills, and I'm like, oh man, come on, Give it, like,
1: <laughs> just get, he'll get there. Better. He'll get there. I think I know, he's getting there.
3: I know. But like, Sami Zayn is so personable, uh-huh. and like a guy, you're like immediately like, yeah, this guy rules, right? And uh, what I see, Davari, I'm like, come on, help us out. Yeah, like, like.
2: I felt the same way about Tatanka, where it's just like, come right. on, uh, just like, just win, win some matches. Yeah, <laughs> just like you're all, you're all, you're the only positive Native American figure that I yeah, have right, on television. right, right,
3: right. And so I feel like if he's gonna, you know, wrap this sort of group, I just want to see him do a little bit more. But I think it's also because he's paired with Galera in this particular thing where mm-hmm. it's like, of course, you, you're you going to root for the guy who's like, I picked an umbrella to <laughs> hit somebody with because it's so stupid. So then when he just starts hitting him, mm-hmm. you're like, eh.
1: But I do. But I and I do like what you're talking about, too, is that they are giving these international superstars. Uh, reasons to be likable reasons to be feared reasons to be legitimate wrestlers like nakamura and people like even in the cruiserweight division they're giving like I, i was telling i remember we had some conversations and i was saying i love what they were doing with mustafa ali where it was like his, his vignette right off the bat was like you may already have expectations about me strictly based on my name well I'm here to tell you that I'm just as good of a wrestler as anybody else and he goes out there and they put him over and he wins it's as simple as that he's a guy who's a good wrestler who's figuring his own shit out too but it's like he's impressive and he has a great fucking finisher right yeah.
3: I so- think if you went to somebody off the street and you said what do you think wrestling looks like they would kind of describe it John Cena looking type person mm-hmm. Yeah. so when you're able to see this much variety in the yeah. Cruiserweight Oh, it's, it's great. Absolutely.
1: NXT, the cruiserweight division, 205 live now, an extension of that, really has has opened up a lot of like international stars, which I think is really, really, really cool. That said, they
3: gotta get rid of that purple tape. That shit looks so <laughs> cheap. It looks so cheap. It uh-huh. looks like somebody went, oh, uh, 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 we well, but, gotta tape this up. But that's and what happens. Like, oh, we have.
1: But that's what happens. During the commercial break, they run out and we saw it live at Raw. During the commercial break. 25 guys run out going "Ah, ah, ah," during the blackout and they're taping each rope. (laughs) That's
3: insane. There's got to be a better system. Probably 24
1: pieces of tape because I think it's like you technically take it as like three ropes each side and they're putting like one on this side one on this side and so they're taping each rope and then they're also rolling out that fucking mat that has nothing to do with it doesn't add a logo in the middle it only adds like the word cruiserweight at like two corners it's like is that really necessary it's yeah.
3: also crazy to me that they film that second as opposed to filming that first because when you go see right. a, a headlining band it
1: mm-hmm. doesn't
3: go you know it's not Kanye you don't and see, then like... local rappers you found in <laughs> Chicago oh uh, <laughs> that would be <laughs>
2: tight
3: I would still stick around it's not that it's just like you, <laughs> like, you want to build to like the quote like, the main attraction just like uh-huh. Kanye does
2: like a three hour set and then after, like, doing some amazing stuff that's the tear-jerker, he's like, all right, guys, stick around for the... For the BJ Yo- the Chicago Kid. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. ah,
3: you know, and then a bunch of people who don't care, don't know, or that were just there as, like, Kanye fans go, oh, okay, bye. And you're like, no, but this guy's great.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, if it sucks that 205 and live rhyme. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> like, I would, be, I would be okay with 205 taped where they really record it before SmackDown.
1: But the thing is, is like... But yeah, that's 205 Live. And we're even talking about like Raw, like the segments on Raw. Like there's Braun Strowman kicks the shit out of somebody in the ring. They leave. There's a two minute commercial break and they are taping the ring up for like we saw this live for Brian Kendrick to hit Tazawa and then leave the ring like they d- redid the entire ring for him to not have a match what a so they waste can tear of- it all up to go to the next segment what a waste of tape it's a big waste of tape
0: mm-hmm. i think you i think you're okay with wasting things because of your stance on rechargeable batteries right i still Fuck think rechargeable, rechargeable. batteries um, are bullshit all
1: right so uh
0: cool so do we want to rate jack i guess just jack and generally want to let it go uh, let's let's
2: rate Jack in, Jack in general.
1: Okay, well, so, so uh, are, wait. So are we rating the the duel overall? That's the clip. Yeah, I guess I guess the duel. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Let's rate the duel. Okay, I mean, great. really,
2: all of them five out of five out of five. Yeah, how many Williams? I'm five, Williams. It five Williams. Yeah, five Williams. Not yet.
1: Uh, I'll give it four Williams
3: because I feel like like it could have been set up a little bit better yeah I agree that like that first bit, even though it's so dumb and I kind of love the glove slap yeah I'm like this could have this could have been I'm out bumping a mine better.
1: down to four point five yeah oh wow
2: I'm um, bumping mine up 5. to ten all right. <laughs> all right
1: I'm gonna bump mine down to four point five because now I'm thinking it's like that was my one complaint which uh Mike skills need to get a little better was mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
3: and then like watching the actual like presentation of everything like, yeah I just wanted it to maybe. Go on! A little. I would have liked to seen all
1: quote weapons used. Have you been watching two hundred five live semi regularly? Regularly, have you been watching? Semi, it? yeah. Semi. Had you seen the? You've seen the duel? Yes, yes. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: So I'd seen that before, but mm-hmm. I was also like, eh. like I remember, it didn't stick out in my mind nearly as much as that. Gotcha. Initial tournament match,
1: but now look where we're at. Jack Gallagher is going against Neville for the cruiserweight title.
3: Yeah, tonight. Could
2: Neville, whose
1: heel run has been a plus. A <laughs> plus been Five hand kisses perfe- <laughs> Perfection Neville's heel turn has been one of the best things That's happened in the last six months at WWE No doubt True. Steven, that. what are you thinking? Yeah.
0: Um yeah, here comes just, a zero. I just I was so frustrated watching this. Uh I've already made my complaints. I just I don't know what I'm watching uh at any point during WWE OK. product. Um at 146 in the two oh five live segment, some guy just yells, This is ridiculous, Corey. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah it is it is ridiculous this isn't grounded in any reality i don't know what i'm watching i don't know if i care probably austin Aries, right it's like i maybe i have no idea
1: it's Great like on commentary
0: it's like if just like in the middle of like the climactic scene in star wars that like luke skywalker is about to fight darth vader and then like you know, Luke Skywalker like slides between, a, or Luke Skywalker slides between Vader's legs and then like gives him a wedgie. Like that's what I feel like I'm watching. Is, like, I would I just like got Star
3: Wars up. more if that's what happened in that scene.
0: I'd love. That. No, you wouldn't. You'd hate it. <laughs> I would
1: love it. You I would, would love hate it.
0: it. You'd be so upset that they just undercut everything that you cared about. More oh, I love it when stuff gets undercut. I want more wedgies. Yeah, I know you do, but yeah. you have a terrible sense of humor, Joey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Wow>. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's all subjective. Um, <laughs> it, that it just it just drives me crazy. I feel like I'm constantly being under cutting what I'm supposed to expect and like right. and I, I just I hate it I hated him so much I hated every part of this and yes I really want to say Davari. oh god that guy sucks that guy's awful
1: were you, were you not a fan at all I, I like
0: I was like I, honestly because after the first so I watch it like match and then these clips after that match I was like I hope divari like kills him <laughs> like I hope I hope uh,
2: Jack loses just divari um, just hits him square in the face with the pipe so yeah. hard that Jack
0: Gallagher's head explodes yeah his he head explodes he... and sprays all over the audience and the audience is like
1: oh yeah, like in, like in scanners yeah so you, you <laughs> just thought that he just looked like another fool then yeah he just
0: he just he was such a dweeb and but everything I, I thought he that
1: did he, was like, I thought like what what just happened
0: did I just get slapped like come on dude you're not an idiot you have like he, not like we we know this from comedy is like it's just we hate it i think i hate it when people are so incomprehensibly stupid as like characters and that's what he is he's so incomprehensibly stupid mm-hmm. and i'm just like this isn't anything this right. is a fucking moron i don't right. want to watch him do anything i don't care what happens to him he's not a real person
2: but i feel like he did like i feel like Devari played a similar similar role in his in that segment that to or that uh did in their match, in that like Jack Gallagher is Bugs Bunny, Davari yeah. is the larger, more physically imposing, tougher guy that's playing an Elmer Futter at Daffy Duck.
0: Mm-hmm. Would you say that's like bad ring psychology, though? Like, you can't, uh, how is it, isn't it just. Oscillating wildly from going from being like an incredibly technically proficient to this, this is incredibly mm-hmm. technically proficient, hard hitting like striker and fighter, and then being like kicked in the butt by getting stuck in this pretzel move that doesn't make any sense. Like, it, you can't do both. It's not, it doesn't make, it's to me, if we're going to use it the way you guys say, that's bad ring psychology. And they're doing it constantly. That's fucking annoying. Who, is the, who are these people? What do they do? What are they good at? What are they bad at? There should be some sort of like semblance of rules, um, and there's not. But here's
3: my question for you, which is like, do you think your time of like a great Saturday night is reading Skeptic magazine out loud,
0: mm-hmm. uh- <laughs> just out loud to himself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, yeah. I get, I get that. Like, I, I'm, I'm like I'm the target of like sweet burns on this podcast because I don't <laughs> buy it, but like. I just – I don't – I it's hard because I just – I don't understand what I'm supposed to buy. I, I can't I, – and that's the thing is like I just – I feel like I'm being asked to believe in and go with so, so many things. and I, I think get per- that
3: more on this Davari match, though. I do kind of understand what you're saying there because it's like – it feels much more like the setup of, say, other wrestling matches where it's like somebody says something – Slightly, maybe, possibly insulting to right. another person, maybe. and, and then, then, then that's it's the a reason
0: huge it's a, deal yes. apparently, okay. which doesn't make any sense for again how humans act, and then it's like okay, fine, we're just going do it for the sake of drama, and then the way they're going to do it is like duel, but like also there's like a a comically insane uh, group of weapon, weapons that are like available to them, none of which make any sense, none of them even belong in the same category. Nobody
1: knew what a duel was, and that's what a Nobody, duel ended no, but people being. didn't know what it meant it explain
0: what a duel like yeah. it's so. Fun stupid like at every single level I'm supposed to buy that like this is all makes sense, and I I don't I don't live in a world where so I talk I say to somebody oh would you like to have a duel and then they're confounded at what that means I don't live in that world and that's the world of wrestling is like they people will say things and they have to like woah and it, like they treat it like fucking morons and I don't think I don't think they're morons I don't think the viewers are morons and they're treating me like I'm a moron and it pisses me off and I fucking hate it so it's like I, one I'll agree with that I think that that's
2: fair not the score but I will agree that like. <laughs> oftentimes i feel like uh, wwe plays the lowest common denominator with like dialogue sure. like it is that thing of like i challenge you to a duel what's a duel and it's like you know i mean you know yeah. but that's you know the wwe they they cater to an audience of five-year-olds and to an audience of 50-year-olds so they have to scale down to like maybe a 6-year-old doesn't know what a duel is
1: but don't of forget course. but don't forget they also had to say what that meant in the context of him being a gentleman and calling it a gentleman's duel if it was just like old british time guys having a duel then they would be walking back to back and then walking <clears> away and turning and shooting each other well they can't shoot each other on WWE television yeah. so yet. they have to create not yet. Also- so they have to create what a gentleman's duel is so it's a random hodgepodge like of there's goofy never been weapons a, like none
2: of us really knew what like, it was like there's never been a gentleman's dual segment in wrestling as far no. as i know no, no so, yeah, i'm like,
1: aware of.
0: i, I it, it that's fine again like this is uh I'll, I'll just very quickly and we can move on from this is like i i think of it like there's that oh, as a comedy person there's that old like del close quote that's like treat your audience like poets and geniuses and i think you know what just treat them like i think in this case just treat them like not fucking <laughs> stupid people who were born yesterday but there's that other there's del del close, close quote
3: <laughs> i love heroin and being mean to women i've so. read that uh, one I've read that one. Uh, that.
2: I yeah. love heroin and being mean to women.
1: Uh-huh. I just said that, Joey. <laughs> I'm,
2: just trying, I'm just trying to think of. I was trying to. Like I love heroin
1: of, and being mean to women. You guys heard that quote? Is, uh, is this my my think oh think captain, I my captain, captain moment? Are yeah. we all yeah. standing in
0: yeah. yeah. chairs yeah. and saying, <laughs> "I love heroin and being mean to women"? Wait, there's Basically. now a
1: recording of all four of us saying that with no context.
2: <laughs> Basically. You said it, and then I was like, oh, I want to hear, like, what would what have what would it have sounded like in his voice? So I was trying to say it out loud. Just I love heroin
1: and being mean to women. Uh, supposedly yeah.
3: Mike Myers is going to play him that's what they, that's in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: just well, don't great. see how the guy with that stretchy white mask can play, can play him. I just don't get it. Oh. Uh, oh. Nick with a Halloween joke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if Mike Myers <laughs> was going to play any wrestler mm-hmm. throughout all of WWE's history, oh. who would it be? Because I feel like he's one of the few, you know, comedic um, actors I can think of that could like, you know, if oh. they did a big time.
2: Oh, uh, Brock Lesnar, no, no question.
3: Braden
0: Walker. <laughs> yeah, he'd be a fun Braden Walker. <laughs> He'd do Dusty Rhodes, but like twice as fat and twice as much of a list. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Missing up there, baby. I'm Dusty Rhodes, baby. Get in my balance and bring it all back to Looney Tunes. He would be playing Sylvester the Cat. Yeah, we that's true. Uh,
0: that's right.
1: true. Well,
0: that was a fantastic set of clips and matches. That was fantastic. Um,
3: Even hates everything uh, he and everyone. Does.
0: You I, don't to his I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I just, I like, I feel like I'm stuck. I, I like, I'm just stuck on. A medium that is truly <laughs> awful that nobody will recognize doesn't make any sense, and then I have to keep talking about it week after week, and it it's, mm-hmm. it frustrates me. Like I feel bad.
3: You have free will. Bad. You, you bad. could you leave. Don't.
0: They won't let me. Yeah, the podcast <laughs> is the pie. Oh, actually, I didn't okay. see
3: your chains. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I
0: actually, I actually asked them. I'm like, will you guys do a podcast with without me next weekend? And they're like, no. That's no. Not, right. not, That's not, not. We're, a, out of town. we're like re- why would
1: we do it without Steven the point of the it, show.
0: It's okay. fine. It They're does fine. Kind of
3: destroy the premise. They're right. fine.
0: It doesn't matter. I don't think anybody cares if they convince me. I don't care if I get convinced. It's not going to happen. The fans care, the Steven. The fans are wrong. They want to believe. I All think right. they want to like just hear the conversation. And in proof of that, I actually just wanted to read a real quick uh, say a quick thank you and a read a quick review we got from iTunes from Mean Queen Okerland. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gave us a 5-star review and said she absolutely loves this podcast and looks forward to each new episode and whether or not Steven learns to love wrestling this podcast has helped her reignite her love for it oh. so kudos to these guys for their quality matches great guests and overall Austin production so just want oh. to say hey thanks Mean me and Queen Oakland thank you for leaving sweets that's nice. Five yeah, star reviews and iTunes yeah that's, that's all oh. yeah and the, see even at whether or not I learned to love it it's just reignite. I don't think it matters if I love it. I think it's just talking about it. I think it's just discovering it. It's okay. I don't have to love it. I'm not
1: going to. Well, I mean, if you do love it, the show's over. So I guess you have to keep hating it. Yeah. That's the point. And, oh, and, the yeah. show's, and the show's way too popular to stop. Oh, Amen. So popular. Uh, all right. Well, uh, if, you have,
0: uh, if you're have if you a wrestling fan and you have ques- questions for me, or if you're not a wrestling fan and you have any questions for Nick or Joey, shoot us an email at wrestling at gmail.com or tweet at us at YSLWpodcast. Uh, Nadia, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank, thank, thank you. Uh, is there anything else that you want to plug with our listening audience? Anything you want to share with the world?
3: Um, go ahead and follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Ms. Naughty Osman. Mm-hmm. That's the handle.
1: M-Z, M-S. MS. There
3: you go.
1: <laughs> well, I hear uh, Ms. and I would go M M-I-Z. <laughs>
3: I don't talk too much about wrestling on those, but uh, you'll see every now and then. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Fallen Nadia, I like that, I like that. Uh, cool. There we go, so that was a fantastic episode. We really well, you're not sold guys. on the Cruiserweights. I'm not sold We'll get on. there. You know what I'm thinking? I'm less sold than
1: ever. Now that he's talking about, like, Matt, th- what he liked about Tazawa, maybe we have to show no. him... Maybe we have to show him Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Don't show me anything. Ah, uh, that was a great match. It <laughs> was a great match. Maybe that'll be more of what Steven's looking for. I'm mm. not looking for anything. Yes, you are. I'm not. Nadia, looking awesome. for. Anything. thank you so much for coming and doing the show.
3: Thank you. We're glad we're thank you have guys you. so much for having me.
1: Yes. Steven, we have one important question for you, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, we know what you think of Jack Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, you know. know I'm mean, sorry. It's not that
2: Nick and I talk about this a lot, and we're just, you know, like Nadia and I, we've had this conversation. We just got to know. Mm. Steven. Steven. Do you love,
0: love
3: wrestling?
0: We don't have to like gussy it up at the end. We can just do it normal. And do my you. answer will always be the same, and that is no, I don't oh, love shit. wrestling. Okay. Uh, no. You're such a scoundrel.
1: Guys, Steven mentioned it earlier. Now we're, <laughs> we're going to play you out with the Smiths. Oscillate wildly.
0: Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at wrestling at gmail.com. Joey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman.
2: And you can listen to my other podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where guests and I sit in silence for 25 minutes. Also on Boardwalk Audio. Nick, where can we find you on social media?
1: Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Steven? You can find me all across the internet
2: at Pearlstein be sure and like subscribe and give us a review on itunes give us that five star rating write some
1: nice comments maybe we'll read them on the air thanks for listening to you should love wrestling guys we will catch you next time
0: this has been a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate
4: and subscribe now